we would still be in lockdown. Who'd have thought we'd still be alive? Yeah. There's that, I guess. Are we still in... Yeah, we are still in lockdown. Are we going to say, are we still alive? No. <laughs> or is this the end of Lost? I was going to say, is it still technically lockdown? If Hashtag never forget. If the... No. Is this a flash sideways? I have forgotten. In fact, I, the other day, read quite a lot about Lost. Because I feel like I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten what the flash sideways meant. I'd forgotten what the end was. So I basically went and read all about it. Penna, you're my constant penna. You're my constant penna. It's not Penna's boat. It's not Desmond who says that. I know, but I associate it yeah. with Desmond and it's his not, gorgeous locks. It's not. He, and his beard. His and beard, his sexy like. accent. And his hot abs. Right. And his tight, round In tushy. another life, brother. Desmond was great. Isn't it? I know I say this too often, but I find it so inexplicable and sometimes frustrating if I like the person that someone can be on a, a massive massive show like Lost was a cultural phenomenon it was a primetime show millions of people watched it it was a colossal success and then half or maybe 75% of the people on it yeah. I have never seen in a single thing afterwards how can that be possible yeah we were talking about this we were saying who is the most fa- famous person from Lost these days and uh, Evangeline Lilly is the most famous, if you think about it, because she's in the Ant-Man films, and she's in Avengers. That kind of says a lot, I said though. Avengers. I mean Endgame. She was in Endgame. The, the most famous person is famous because she's a side character in one of the minor Marvel movies. Yeah. There's know. so many good people in Lost that are, are clearly v- very talented. It just, it seems like such a squandering of talent that they never went on to bigger things. I've seen a bunch of them in shows, but I think Daniel Day Kim, he was in a show just recently for like eight years or something. So I feel like everyone else was just, did a few things here and there. Whereas like not, you know, no one then went on to be in loads of movies or... Get their own show. Get their own. Daniel Day Kim... I don't think he was a main star. What's that in show called? Show, Hawaii Five O. Yeah, I've heard I of it. I think the two leads are white. Remember, we saw the guy who plays Charlie randomly pops up in the new Star Wars film oh, yeah. for no apparent reason. I think that's because he's just friends with J.J. Abrams, to be honest. Because uh, remember, I said sure. they basically took words from Rose's mouth and gave them to Charlie. Hashtag justice for justice Rose. Justice for Rose. Yeah. You know. It's it's weird in that. Do you think it's the type of thing where once you they've all been on Lost again, massive massive success, gives them a certain cachet, shows that they're a certain caliber of TV actor. Do you think the problem is that they then are demanding a certain amount of money, or you know, like the the next the, they might get offered a show, but then they say. I was on Lost, you have to pay me a million dollars per episode. I don't know if it's that, a combination of like, a bunch of them probably just wanted to take a break and live off what they'd made and stuff. Sure. And then by the time they came around, the people were like passing. It's weird how it was such a big cast, and obviously a bunch of them were like main stars. But at the same time, I guess not that interesting to like... Other people I making. I don't know projects. how that can be possible. 
There's so, there's, I thought Hurley, the guy who plays Hurley, would for sure go on to do like something really memorable. I could see him as the lead of a sitcom, like his get his yeah. own sitcom. I think that'd be a good, a good spot for him. The but, guy who plays Locke is so good, and that to not I I really don't think I've seen him in one thing since last. You don't watch the thing is I bet a bunch of them have been on and off certain american shows but we just don't watch them and yeah, you especially to, don't watch no, them. but to get a guest star on Grey's anatomy after being one of the leads of lost is Who such a that? step down no i'm just saying like oh. even if they did get work yeah. of that level speaking of sort of um the guy who plays desmond was one of the main characters not main but he was one of the there's like a group of people who work together in Scandal, and then there's the main woman, Kerry Washington. Well, in that group of people, when it first started, was Desmond. Sure. And I remember thinking that that was great, and I liked his character. And then inexplicably, after the first season, he's never in it again. Did he have his long locks? He did, but he would wear it. I think he'd cut it shorter, but it was still sort <gasps> of long. And he would wear it, like, He butchered his flowing mane. Yeah. I think you might have be still my beating it's loins. Long, <laughs> it's been a long time since I saw that song. I might be remembering wrong. But sure. <clears throat> Obviously, we all know why Matthew Fox hasn't been getting work. Yeah, we won't speak. Slash that. has been getting spit on in the street. Pretty much. But I'm trying to think that the guy who plays Saeed is really good. I saw him in something, but I can't remember what it is. Oh, and the guy who plays Ben, he went on to do that thing yeah um, what is it called person of interest yeah i heard that's good and i think he's i I see his face pop up sometimes on tv i go on like certain tv sites to get my tv news and his kind of face is always like so maybe he's been in in and out of shows as well Um, he is in that realm of like the thing i think is a bunch of those main people it kind of goes with what you were saying about the money they're like leading men and women types. Right. Whereas like other people, like maybe like Ben, because he's older and stuff, he could be a lead, but like in a different type of show, like personal yes, interest. Yes, he, he couldn't be like a Jack Ryan type, yeah. you know. he They all kind of need their own specific type of character or yeah. niche. The guy who plays Sawyer is really good. He's been in... Oh, I forgot about him. How did I forget about him? He's been on enough shows as well. He was in... Um, is it The 100 or something like that? Or right. um, a show really similar. It's not 100. It's one of those post-apocalyptic yeah, shows. That of went which on. there was a bunch in the, the 2000s yeah. and 2010, and early I think it 2010s. went on for a while. And now he's in um, Yellowstone. I'm not familiar. about... The volcano? The no. National Park? The National Park, I think. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we see the guy who played Richard Alpert in something? Richard Alpert. And it was from a while back, but oh, he, lo- yeah. he looked the same, which is ironic because his character he, in the show is ageless yeah. as well. He's one of those people who pops up in everything. I thought that before I saw Lost, mm. and he's still gone on to pop up in loads of things. However, I don't think I could name one right now. He's one of those. Yeah. He's kind of just what a working actor who, you know, he's a good fit as any minor character. Is it yeah, not coming to you? It's really bugging me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. 
<laughs> the guy who when, plays Michael. There, there's so many good people in He was in already Lost. famous, though. Romeo and As Juliet w- and Oz. He was right, in. Right, okay. He was already big. Fair enough. What's his name? I, I call him Mercutio because I always forget his name. Uh, I can't remember anyone's name. Aurora. Aurora. Perigneux? Aurora's his daughter, I think. Michael Perigneux? No, Michael's his name yeah. in Lost, right? I don't know. <laughs> My head is like an edge of sketchboard that gets shaken every morning of everything getting I know so many faces and names of like mm. actors and actresses that mean that mean nothing almost. That when I'm trying to like I've got to dig into the sack of <laughs> what? Na- the names, the faces heads. to try and find. Keep pulling the heads out until you find the right one. Yeah, pretty much. By the hair. What if they're bold? Pull them out by the ears. Yeah. See, you got to be. You got to think. What if they the haven't got any ears? Pull them out by the nose. What if? What if they have what that woman had, where she can take her nose off? Then you put your thing. You put. If you know two- what I'm talking <laughs> about, you've been around for a while. <laughs> you put two fingers in their mouth and one finger in their nose hole, like a bowling like ball. a bowling ball, <laughs> and then just bowl them down. Strike. You know, you did a lost rewatch. A couple oh, of years ago. It wasn't. It was when we were living in that first house. So it was like 2013. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it was actually a while ago. And I stopped at where they just come back to the island. Sure. Because... We gobba go back. Yeah. We can but nub- we can nubba go but back. we can nubba go back. We can nubba go bubba, as we can, some might say. We can nubba go bubba. <laughs> um, Killy, our jokes... I know. It's impossible to explain how our jokes got to be where they yeah. are. Yeah. My mum, I told you about this, my mum had a Jack, like, figurine type thing. Right. That was on a little speaker, and you press the speaker, and he's like, we, Kate, we have to go back. <laughs> and she had that for the longest time. You should have hacked it to say, we can nubber go bubber. Deceive yeah. your mum. That wasn't around then, though. We didn't, that yeah, wasn't well, in whatever. the... That anyway, wasn't in the Ryan and Samantha canon. Exactly. Yeah, so... I stopped watching around that time because I just I just got distracted and was not as interested anymore. Right. So I stopped. Well, we all know the fourth, it was a se- the last couple of seasons are not good. Yeah, but the, but also it falls apart. It's a season when they come back, so it's that plane full of like a couple of new people, yeah, and yeah. I'm so uninterested. And Locke is no longer really Locke. It's yeah, the yeah. show is just not. You know, I always say to you, I will never do a rewatch of Locke. Because of I, lost, you mean? Of uh, yeah, just, <laughs> I'm obsessed with him. I've got I've got my I own didn't little figurine. I like him anywhere near as people like that's him. crazy I was to not me. A lock lover. I, I think mean, he's so charismatic and likable. I kind of liked him up only up until he like goes mad and like what you realize like him being obsessed with the hatch and stuff. He's really just doing anything. He's one of those like I'm saying. I'm going to say yes to everything. So I have to investigate everything. I have okay. to know what this is. Not for any good reason. And not worrying about whether someone might die. For it. I just have to. Because I have to. And there was no real reason behind it. And once you realise that, he's actually kind of a cunt. No, he's yeah, not at he's all. He's kind of a crazy He cunt. has an irrepressible need to know and to understand <laughs> the off. mystical nature of the island. How did it let him walk again? Etc. Just accept the good and just leave it at that, you no. know? Anyhow, I always say to you, I'll never do a rewatch of Lost because it broke my heart at the end by being so craptacular. However, you told me that someone has made a chronological cut 
like yeah. a fan-made recut of the show where all the scenes are in their chronological order of the canon that interests me very much i'm almost halfway enticed was that lost that i was talking about yeah it was <clears throat> that I but really... it is chronological no it's what not what are you talking about there are the flashbacks there are multiple uh, timelines yeah. They go back in time to Why the sixties at one That's point. So dumb. Um, Anyhow, yes, I'm. I have to say, I am kind of intrigued to watch it in that way. Yeah, we've talked about this before, but there's a there's a certain magic to having to watch a show week by week that is very hard to replicate anymore because a now we have Netflix where mostly shows come out in one like big deluge like you get all 12 episodes at once and b we just don't really watch tv anymore you and i not in the way that we did once no yeah so it's like that era of shows where you'd watch an episode of lost and it would end on a crazy crazy cliffhanger that just made your jaw hit the floor and then everyone would go online and talk about it and speculate and have these crazy or talk wild about it theories. At school or work, yeah, because that was when. That's part of what made that show so just captivating, and you would think about it between episodes and really try and put the pieces together. I remember the when it premiered. I remember it was a big deal because it was like the first show that premiered. Either very, it was either at the same time or very very close to when America aired it. It was like the day before, perhaps we got it. So technically, we actually got it first right. because otherwise people would know and it was yeah. a mystery. They also aired, like, I think multiple episodes and then they aired more the next night. You didn't have to wait. You, so you got, like, a bunch of episodes in the beginning to get you going because that whole first, like, double episode, all that happens is that they, like, wake up. Each person basically realises they're, like, on an island and you know do you know what i mean mm. so i feel like they wanted to uh but yeah having to wait week it's like read what did i see when i was reading the minute someone said it, it's like reading like a book series but like a, you get to read like one chapter a week for like six years yeah and that doesn't exist anymore but that did used to exist when authors would serialize their novels yeah. Well, it happened in film fan fiction as well. That's what it was like you write one chapter ah. a week or a couple of chapters a week. and That's kind of an interesting point. That's kind of like a yeah. anachronistic throwback. But I don't know. Like, I de it was definitely fun then, mm. but obviously there was no other way. Yeah. Now. We know better. I feel like. We've had a taste. I feel like there are certain shows I watch where I'm like, this is definitely suited to one a week yeah like i think game of thrones was good one a week yes i agree i mean in terms of how slow the story was i wish we got more in a in a one go because i hate wait because sometimes it was almost like nothing happened however the show is so massive and so much is going on or there's like always kind of a mystery or whatever that it's fun I mean, you don't really do this, but I always go on Reddit afterwards and I go into the episode discussion. Right. And I, I don't post, but I read what everyone else yeah. is saying. Um, Reddit is the new water cooler where yeah. everyone gets around it and discusses and gives their theories. 
But then other shows like, I don't know, a show like You, that that creepy Netflix show, that's perfect binged. Right. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I see what you mean. Some shows just inherently lend themselves to one. Yeah. Like Mysteries are good when it's a week drip to feed, week. Yeah. yeah. And then other, show, other types of shows are good. There's also binged. something to be said for when you have these like amazing moments in episodes and for example in game of thrones you've got something like the red wedding mm. or in lost a moment that i will never forget one of the one of the most memorable moments in tv for me ever was the episode where they come across the hatch and it ends with just a beam of light yeah. coming out of it up into the sky that was such an iconic indelible moment that you almost, you needed a week to absorb it and kind mm. of sit in it and think about it. If you were binging, like, for example, if you're now someone who never watched Game of Thrones and now has the option to just binge it, you're going to watch that Red Wedding episode and then go straight on to the next one. Yeah. Whereas we, watching it at the time, we had to just absorb it for a week and to kind of, like, soak it in and let it impact us. It kind of like is more impactful when it hits you that way. Well, I actually watched the first season or first season and a bit of Game of Thrones. I binged it right. because I didn't start watching it the, when everyone else started watching it. Or I think maybe I'd seen an episode or two, but I couldn't remember any of what had happened. So right. I went back and I basically binged a season of it and then got caught up and then had to wait. Um yeah, when I binge things now, I do still, if it's a show where, a mystery type show or like a show where lots of crazy stuff happens and you like, it's one of those shows where you want to talk to someone about it, I do still pause before I go on to the second <laughs> episode and I go on Reddit sure. and then I watch the Interesting. second. Interesting. So I still do that, you like but there's no gap. artificially reinsert the gap yeah. in a way. Because I like to, yeah. especially if it's a show that where like you're not going to really want to talk about it because you have no interest at all and can't really give me any like feedback of any kind. I'll just be talking at you, sure. which we do sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. Because we still want to talk about something because we're really excited, but the other person can't really like engage properly. But yeah, so I still kind of do that. I think the last thing I can remember having that kind of relationship with besides Game of Thrones was serial season one the podcast that was such a that was one of the reasons that that became so viral and such such a sensation because you had to wait between each episode and because everyone was so champing at the bit to find out the truth to unravel this mystery you would go online everyone would try to do their own amateur research and like sleuthing and it was just this kind of collective I don't know what the word is. Almost like a hysteria of like, we need to know what's going on. Like, we have mm. to speculate. Like, we have to know what's going on. This is so tantalizing. That's the last time I can remember besides Game of Thrones that I, re- I really got wrapped up in a week-to-week kind of, you know, excitement. Serial yeah. was already out when I... Oh, you hate to see so it. So I got to listen to it all in... You could have forced pretty... yourself to listen to it week by week. No. If something is out... And I'm enjoying it, and I'm in the mood to watch something all day. I will. I'm not gonna mm. like be like, no. I'm just gonna give myself. Occasionally, if I really like, really love something, and there's only eight episodes of it, I won't 
they're like there's a chance I might not watch all eight in one day or purposely spread it to the next day right, or sure. something because I want it to last longer. But then there are yeah. things like, I don't know, what's a short show that's fun and really digestible? Grace and Frankie. Okay. When I I don't watch it anymore, but I watch like the first three seasons or however many and I would watch that in several hours or whatever. Right, yeah. Because it's quite a short show. And then all of it, it's weird because I hate endings of things in all the ways. I hate things being over because it makes me sad. And also I hate endings because often they just disappoint me. So it is a kind of like binging is like a double-edged sword because it's so good while you're binging it and then when it's over... Like, I watched recently two new shows, Defending Jacob on Apple and um, Little Fires Everywhere on Hulu. I basically watched those two shows back to back, and they were similar in that they they were both really good and same kind of quality of show, and also they were both mysteries. And I binged them back to back and then felt so kind of empty. <laughs> I was like... I know what you mean. It's so hard now to find... Because I watch shows that are like... They are clearly a bit shit, but I still like them. And then I'll watch really, really good shows like True Detective. And so this was a case of like watching two really good things back to back and then not being able to find anything that could hold up. Yeah, yeah. And I went through a day where on that day I started and stopped about six different new shows. (laughs) Because I was trying to find something. Yeah. And I'd get five minutes in and be like, no, for whatever reason, this isn't good enough. I'm not in the mood for this now. My life is empty. You were looking for a rebound <laughs> fuck. Yes. And there was none there of was sufficient none quality. To be found. There was nothing that was long, pink, and amazing. How very dare you. True Detective's another show that was a week by week phenomenon that's a perfect show yeah, for that even is. though you do really want more it's good to especially because and i was going to say this about when you were talking about lost how we used to watch it when it first aired are those types of shows are like each episode is like a movie yeah usually um so i feel like it is kind of good to go away and think about that movie that you just saw yeah I see what you mean. And Lost was the beginning of when TV became so good, if you know what I mean. It became movie quality. Yeah. There's so many moments of Lost that the first three seasons were just so, so special. I feel like it also helped that I was at the perfect age to be enraptured by a show like that. Mm. I was a teenager. But there's just so there were just so many moments that were that just set everyone's imagination alight, and you just couldn't stop thinking about it and puzzling over it and turning it over and like trying to figure out how it fit in to like this great puzzle that was the show's universe. When the another moment I'll never forget that really just sent like a shiver down my spine and like that frisson of um, how do you say that word? Frisson. Frisson. Oh, you don't say frisson. Frisson. <laughs> frisson. Fr- frisson? I don't know. Frisson. You know what I mean. When you get that kind of like shiver of excitement of like, yeah. you get the goosebumps and you're like, holy shit, what's going on? Was the moment in the hatch 
where they don't press the button and the little number yeah. clicker thing and it starts to fuck up and it flips over to red hieroglyphics oh yeah and it's like what the fuck is going on it gives you that kind of like oh yeah another moment is when they come across the remains of the statue when it's just the feet that's one of my big ones yeah because i've this crazy thing with statues and also and feet you'd have that you have that no. stone foot fetish but it made me think of you that you go to a lot of gollum brothels just to lick feet yeah i don't have ever licked a foot i don't think i have hmm. i've kissed a foot okay your foot yeah but i never licked a foot anyway um <laughs> questions for another day <laughs> it makes me think of those what's that old film where a really old film where they're like fighting the sea monsters and they're really big and there's, the statues come to life Jason and the Argonauts? In the sea, yeah. The one where it's kind of like claymation. Yeah, I think so. Old school special effects. That terrified Harry me. Harry Harrenhauser or whatever his I name don't know, is. You know but what that about? terrified me. Yeah. And so to see that huge yeah. statue was really... It was kind of scary, honestly. Yeah. That show just... It could only go for a certain amount of time doing what it was doing, which was basically introducing mysteries that it had no way slash intention of solving it's like you can only do it's like a ponzi scheme you keep giving you keep setting up these questions knowing there are going to be no answers and the question is like diminishing returns the questions are so exciting at first and they continue to be exciting 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 and then you get to season four and you realize that there are no answers and you're like each new mystery that you provide is not as gripping Mm. anymore because i know there's going to be no resolution to it. What's annoying is that two things. Um, online theories and stuff are always better <laughs> and twistier yes. and much more kind of like in-depth yeah. than anything the TV writers ever come up yeah. with. And so you always have to be disappointed. And another thing is, is that with Lost, you find out years later that they didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. They were making shit up as they went along. Yeah. So you couldn't ever possibly get the answers. And if you did get an answer, it was a made up, how do we make this fit type of answer rather than this is what it was all along. And this is even like to the point of Westworld. Wasn't it Westworld season two or something? was meant to go a certain way and I guess stupidly the writers went on Reddit and saw that people had guessed what it was so they changed it. That's ridiculous. And it's like, what? That just shows that you have no kind of like... If you really cared about the story you'd come up with, it doesn't matter if someone had pitch perfect nailed it in every detail. If that's the story you are like excited to tell and that has really seized... You know, your kind of creative mm. whatever. Because after season one, I don't think it's really necessarily just about the twist or, oh, my God, what's the answer Yeah. anymore. So I don't know why it would matter if some people had guessed what, what was going to happen. Especially if you end up changing your show and making it worse. It is so funny, though. You are so correct when you say that the fan theories are so often better and more interesting than that what turns out to be the truth you almost think like you could crowdsource the writing of a show Mm. 
by just putting out one episode of it. Just make one episode. Only have the idea for one episode. Don't even think about the rest. Put it out and then go online and see what people come up with and use that to make the rest of the show. Uh. But then, of course, there are times when people are just... They're so starved of information that they come up with just complete nonsense. And sometimes it's very funny. The one that always comes to my mind as I look at this big Cloverfield poster behind you (laughs) is when they released... I don't know if it was a teaser trailer or if it was like a snippet of the film they released, but it's that scene where... I think it's the scene where the, the head of the Statue of Liberty rolls down the street... And so, and someone shouting out, "What is it? What is it?" And then someone shouts out, "It's huge! It's alive!" And that was in the trailer. And people online <laughs> misheard that as "It's huge! It's a lion!" And so they thought the monster <laughs> in the film was a gigantic sphinx. That would have been cool, honestly. It would have been weird because they lost esque almost like if it was set in egypt you could almost say the statue of the sphinx came alive but it's set in new york city so how did a sphinx (laughs) get there doesn't make any sense but yeah it just shows you how people want to like they want to have that eureka moment of like i figured it all out before i even got i only got a tiny like one percent amount of information but from that i extrapolated the right thing it's crazy and i got it before everyone else people are also used to the things where you know how like everything means something yes. in certain people's movies or TV shows. They're used to that so that they then think everyone does that. Yeah. So they say, well, that, and this kind of makes me think of Taylor Swift, which I know sounds weird, but she's beginning to Easter eggs. She plants kind of clues right. for things everywhere. It's truly within everything that she does. Okay. And the fans have become really good at guessing but then they also go too far sometimes in that they're like well you know they were fucking that cat only had four whiskers <laughs> so like things that she couldn't right, possibly okay. ever have yeah. like you know and people do that with the tv shows and stuff they go a bit too far because of course we are analyzing all the things yeah. that we don't need to be analyzing and we make those things fit. We come up with these crazy ideas. Um, and then the real thing tends to yeah. just be, you know. What's also so frustrating zebras, is when you really get immersed in a particular fictional universe and you, how to put this, it's like you give it the credit of thinking that everything has its own place and meaning and intention and then for like the dumbest of reasons things will just get snipped for example in lost everyone remembers walt walt was clearly going to be a storyline about this boy that had some kind of like supernatural powers um there's that the thing with the poet i think he like manifested a it's been so long since i've seen lost but i vaguely recall he manifested a polar bear in the in the woods because he'd seen it in a comic book oh yeah i remember that and people say he's special (laughs) the others say he's i can't remember anyway but anyway and that's why he when he goes missing on the boat they think the others have taken him and that it was clear that they were setting up this big kind of like 
reveal and this storyline for him. And then everyone knows that he had a growth spurt between seasons, yeah. no longer looked like a little kid. And they just basically wrote him out of the That's show. That's the dumbest reason. I know. It's like you could have done two things. One, you could have just like said his growth spurt was because of the island. Because yes, the island's a crazy thing. Yes. Or, to be honest, he was that young at the time when he was like original. Yeah. Well, you could have just recast him. Just I don't think you need to recast him. him. I think you could just no, say... No, but like, to yeah. cut that whole story, which also takes Michael out. We didn't yeah. have Michael remember for ages either because of that. And I feel like he was a really good character. And then do you remember when they weirdly bring him back and he's on that boat? Sure. I don't know. but They bring Walt back in one of the later seasons. He's in, in like a mental hospital. They also show you him in the real world. Yeah. He's back on the, in the real world. It's been world. so long since I've seen Don't the show. Don't they just say that they sent him home or something? Yeah. Which is such a stupid mm. reason when you think about it. But then my point is, they then had to scramble to find other explanations for things that they had clearly had other intentions for. Yeah. For example, the polar bears, they explain by saying they turn that wheel in the frozen underground cave. That And what? Turn the wheel and what? That they'd have to turn the wheel. Yeah, but how does that make a polar bear? No, 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 no. The The idea is the polar bears were imported to the island, I think, by Dharma to turn this wheel that's in a frozen underground that's cave. So I know. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the point where you realize I'm giving more to this show than it's giving back yeah. to me because I'm taking it so seriously. I'm treating it like it. it it's all part of a plan. Like, it's all part of this intricate spider web of narrative storytelling. You, but yeah. it's really just fly-by-night horseshit. You also think Dharma are this, like, really creepy, like, um, powerful thing. But right. actually, they're just a group of scientists that have come to study the <laughs> island. Right, sure. That's really all it is. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of fiction... Speaking of fiction. What are we speaking of? Fiction. You are know, you going in I just wanted to say, I, I want to say one more thing. I don't know what just happened. Because it just made me think of something. I was thinking about how you were saying, like, you choose, you sometimes choose not to have something week by week if you can, like, ha if you can give yourself the option. Mm. I have sometimes done that, and, I, and there is part of me that wonders whether I, I maybe I should have just done it the... The original way. And for example, the video game Life is Strange. There's now Life is Strange 2, which I'm halfway through playing. But it's an episodic game where it's split into five episodes. And I believe they they release each episode a couple of months apart. And so the idea is you're supposed to play one and then a couple of months later play the next. And then a couple of months, blah, blah, blah. And I just don't have the patience for that. So I specifically wait until they release all five as a as a single disc, and then I play them through. I marathon them. But there is a part of me that wonders, like, would I have ha would this have been more impactful or more memorable or just more engaging if it, if I had had the self discipline and patience to consume it bit by bit? Because, for example, when you're watching something like Game of Thrones. Or True Detective. I got for some reason hate only HBO shows come to mind when I think about this. When you when you get to the end of the episode and the credits hit, it's such like 
a gut punch of like, oh, yeah. it's over for another week. When that black screen of credits would would pop up in Game of Thrones, it was such like a moment of like, ah, oh, yeah. that's the end of this little drip, and now I have to wait another week. And I think there's something to be said for the value and the utility of that as like a device to to keep people on the on the hook essentially yeah that if you take that away i don't know i can't i'm i'm not sure how to articulate it's like almost like you're taking away a power of of it to like affect you and to really get its claws into yeah because it is gonna kind of because it might be that if you binge a show that is really good that the middle episodes might get lost right. because you binged it. The first yes. three episodes are like you're you're getting into it. It's mm. so good. Oh my god, I want more. But by the time you're on like episode six or something, you're like, I've just watched a couple of episodes, and I'm now like six hours deep and I'm getting a bit weary and you know. So those middle episodes kind of don't have the ability to have as much impact sure the difference is now is that some shows people who know that for instance they're going to be on netflix before they've right made it for instance (laughs) there are shows now that you watch where you know that they've done it that way because they know you're going to watch the next episode straight away. They're thinking about making it. Yeah, so to they fit don't. That. Yeah, yeah, so they don't bother with cliffhangers yes. because you know you're yeah, going to yeah. watch it. So it's not. There's good and bad. You don't get caught up in trying to have a cliffhanger every episode because they want you to come back because right. they know you're already there, and they can tell a story in a different way. They can't actually tell it in parts. Instead of trying to have a beginning, middle, end of every episode. Yes. And I think that's a really good opportunity for some stories. Because you realise when you've watched enough that the format's different, not just in the fact that you have all the episodes, is that the writing is different now. I never thought about that. That's an incredibly good point. It's almost like a cheapening of the process if if you know you have to do it week by week. Because instead of just thinking about what does the story need to be, you're thinking about, like, how can I make this its own kind of discrete unit of storytelling that will have a hook at the end to make them come back next week? It's almost like you're thinking about it more like a product than a chunk of story. Whereas if you know something is going to be released all at once on Netflix and therefore binged, you can kind of just... You can set things up in one episode that don't get answered in that episode. They get answered in the next episode. And that's okay. Yeah. Because you know you've already got people that's on the hook. That's very, very interesting. I never thought about that before. Another thing is I've noticed now as well is that they're playing with the format. Some places that that often um, give you all the episodes in one go are playing around with that a little bit. Like um, that new show... I totally forget it's called Love Life or something. The right. Anna Kendrick show that I started watching. I think it's a HBO Max show. Um, their new streaming service. And they're doing the episodes in threes. And that works for that. Right. Because the show is about her life. So across those three episodes, you see like when she's in her early 20s. The second lot of three episodes is several years later when she's like mid to late so it works perfectly for that type of show that's interesting and i feel like i've noticed that some shows now 
I think some cre- like creators would g- give stipulations. They're like, you know, if they're going to make a deal with Netflix, they might say, because there are some, there are a few shows on there that do come out weekly. I don't know if that's because they were previously on a different network and therefore that's the deal. Or if like the creators have come in and said, I want my deal with you, but I don't want to drop them all in one go. I'll drop half or I'll drop them in threes or I'll drop whatever. So I think they're playing around with that now. I'm fine with both. I mean, it sucks having to wait. There are a few instances where I have the patience to wait like you did with the game. Oh, I where didn't you have, rack up. I didn't have the patience. No, it's the it's still patience, but in a different way. Okay. You've got the patience to wait. Oh, I see. I, but you haven't got the patience to wait between episodes. Yes, right. And there are a few instances where I've had the patience to wait, so the episodes have stacked up. Like right. Yeah. One part time when I was watching Killing Eve, you only get six episodes. Jesus Christ. And it just feels like waiting each week. Fucking British TV. Just feels shit, man. So I think I waited until I'd already racked up like three. And then I watched all three. And then I did. That's half the season. Yeah, I know. But we often talk about that, how it's how great it is with American shows when they have 22 seasons per episode. And then you watch a British show like Sherlock or Killing Eve. And it's like six or seven episodes and you're like oh come on well shows like sherlock and K- luther they sometimes have like three episodes yeah. you wait four years yeah. and you get three ep- they're basically making <sighs> you wait several years and giving you a movie yeah that's really all that's happening it's very frustrating that's what i kind of hate about that's what's happening with discovery of witches we got eight episodes and it's been like two and a half years since the first season came out obviously yeah. I was going to say a part of that's Corona, but it's not. I think it was meant to come out this autumn and it's only going to be delayed by about a month or two. But it's just like the wait is so long. I Whereas know. It, I know. like American type shows are very. If, if you they think only about have a few it, months break. releasing it week by week is kind of a way to, ma- to not mask, but to minimize the the seeming weight between seasons in that let's say discover which is is 15 episodes i know it's not but let's say this if they release that all at once you're going to watch those episodes in two days probably mm. because you're a super fan and then it's going to f- then you're going to have to wait two a and year. a half years oh, for the next one yeah. however if you watch them week by week that's 15 weeks which in a way kind of like reduces the amount of time between like, you know, it's like if they dropped all 22 episodes of American shows, Mm. you then it's like when we watch something like Bosch, they have 10 episodes. We watch it in two days and then you have to wait a year, a whole year. Whereas like, if you're watching the regular, like 22 episode seasons, like most fall shows are, you watch it, starting like september october and they finish in may yes then you've only got to wait till september for the new season yeah however spread it out the thing i hate about american shows is that they're constantly taking breaks yes you'll get like three episodes and then there's a two-week break three some shows for some reason i don't know if it's the network they're on or if it's a show that doesn't get a lot of ratings so they're constantly using that show 
when they have to do other things. Right. Because there's so many occasions, if it's not football, it's like winter break. If it's the 4th of July or like whatever, there's always a holiday of some kind that's making them not show it. I've watched shows where it comes back for one week and goes away again for three weeks. <laughs> and I, I'm like, I can't. And this is a 40-minute yeah. episode. Yeah. So those types of shows, I sometimes like to forget about them. And then all of a sudden you've got 10 episodes to watch in a row. It's probably the best like way that. to yeah. in that case. Talking but it of does Bosch, mean you wait longer. I yeah. have to say I hope the next season is the last one. I'm kind of uh, ready for the show to be over. I feel like it's a bit... It's still good, though. It is, but it's creatively exhausted, I would say, at this point. Uh, you know what they need to do? What was the big, big, big thing in this season? I forgot. Are we spoiling it? Yeah, spoilers for Bosch. What was the big thing? The big thing was, um, well, there was two big things. There was the sovereign citizens oh. and their bomb planting, et cetera, et cetera. And then the other thing was, God, we didn't watch it that long ago and I can't remember. My point was Bosch anyway. kind of goes in one ear and comes out the other, to be honest. <laughs> it like consumes us for two days where all we're thinking about is Bosch because we just marathon it and then I forget about it. Annoyingly, the other story was that he was trying to solve that girl's murder. Oh, yeah. And what was annoying about that is, is that that kind of took, that was like second fiddle or whatever. What's that saying? Yeah, that, that, that's it. That was second like second fiddle. fiddle to the other thing. But I like that about Bosch, that type of case. Yes. Ki serial killers and shit. Real police not like work. fucking, not like corruption yeah. and, you know drugs or whatever because that was that one season where he like yeah, tries yeah. to infiltrate the fucking smuggler drug smuggling thing i'm like go go back to the first couple of seasons where it was like you're trying to find a serial killer or something or a kid is missing yeah. you're trying to find that is what i think when it's really good and then um, do you remember that storyline had a really quick anticlimactic ending where he basically finds the guy and then finds all the evidence he needs yeah. in the span of like 20 minutes. You don't even see him raid the house where the other this victims guy are. This has been like killing people. For or 20 like, years. I, what, did, I forget whether he killed them or he gave no, them to people. Oh, that was it. It was It was like he's he was clearly a, a serial killer, but actually he now he's actually a trafficker. Yeah. It was such an anticlimax. But anyway, he's been successfully doing this for decades apparently, but... <laughs> And he's so careful that he hasn't been caught for that long. But Bosch goes into his work office and finds trophies from all of these girls behind a book mm. or something. It's so absurd. Another thing is, is that he's a crime scene cleaner. Yes. Yet there is There's, He misses some in DNA his in his truck or his van or insane. whatever. You know, the thing I always say to you, and I know I've repeated it ad nauseum, so you're probably just going to roll your eyes at the 15th free talent of it. But the thing I always say to you that would have been such an amazing creative choice for Bosch to do for one season was, again, spoiler for an early season of Bosch, but his ex-wife um, gets killed by some Japanese gangsters or something like that. Yeah. And I thought it would be so cool if, Bo if they did a season where Bosch goes to Japan and is basically, like, fighting the Yakuza. Imagine Bosch with his pistol, like, running through a rain-drenched neon lit tokyo street chasing some guys with like you know submachine guns and katanas that would have been fucking awesome because bosch is already neo-noir i was just gonna say it's and already that is the noir. ultimate iteration of that but 
we just get another season where he's pursuing another boring fucking storyline. That's why yeah. I'm ready for the show to end. And then I thought maybe they'd do it the season after that, and they still didn't no, do it. No, it's a missed opportunity. I don't care about stuff like that, like gangs and stuff. Like, I want it to be more like serial killings. I know, and like, I know. However, even I wanted him to go yeah. to Japan. Just to mix it I up think for it one really season. Cool. Yeah. Him and Jay, Jay Edgar. Yeah, I Jay almost Edgar. said JD. Jay. It's because we've been watching Scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> For some um, reason, we decided to rewatch the entirety of Scrubs because we had nothing to watch, and we like to watch something short for breakfast, for breakfast, like so. a short light show. Well, I hadn't; it wasn't completely weird. I had never seen it. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I'd yeah. seen like snippets here and there, but I didn't not nowhere near enough to actually know what was going on. Yeah. So this is my first time seeing it. Um. But yeah. Speaking of like eking out things, okay. eking things out in certain ways, and, and speaking of fiction. Mister Mr. Echo from Lost, another great character. <sighs> he the actor wanted to go home. That's he's he's in, British, so he wanted to. He didn't like it. Yeah, he wanted to be with his family. I mean, I get that. I really like that actor and that character. I can't believe you'd give up a show like that because you're homesick. Well, they filmed in. Hawaii, didn't they? Yeah. So, well, it's not like you're you know. in the middle of the Congo. Hawaii is still like you know a pretty nice place to be. I, I don't think it was that. I think it was he's, he couldn't he couldn't be with his family. Right. Okay. Anyway, Why can you fly them out there? Stay in a hotel. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, he's probably not getting paid union scale for yeah. being on Lost. He's also probably not getting paid that much since he wasn't one of the main characters. I'm sure he was getting paid all right. You don't know. Um, Anyhow, anyway, speaking of Mr. Echo, if you're listening, send in your send in your tax forms from those years so we can audit your income. God, I did like that guy, Mr. Echo, so good. I saw him in something else, and it it was so different. Um, Anyway, I want to talk about Midnight Sun. Okay, this was going to be my segue. You just (laughs) kind of stumped all over it. Did I? Basically. There's a new Twilight book. Am I new? I mean, not so new, but also new. Okay. If you don't know, and if you don't know, you should know. Anyway, so back when Stephanie Meyer wrote Twilight, she also began writing a book called Midnight Sun, which was Twilight, because Twilight is from Bella's perspective, if you've never read it. She started writing Midnight Sun, which was the first book which would be the first movie, from Edward's perspective. Um, I think all the books had come out. The first movie had come out. I think maybe the first movie had come out. I'm not sure. But I remember that when it kind of happened, half of the, like, 12 chapters of the a draft of Midnight Sun got leaked online that's crazy to me yeah who, who in well, your mind who, how can that possibly happen i don't get it she took it to a book club that she was and in gave out copies and gave of it? i think gave out oh copies. Well, then she kind of brought it on herself i think that's what she said anyway or she gave it to one person and that person didn't know they were meant to not tell it i don't know something like that because for years right. a lot of people thought it was rob because i think he joked in an interview you know i've always told you that he makes shit up in all his he's interviews. a pathological liar yeah sure. yeah <laughs> that he joked that like it was him or something right. and um 
So for years, a lot of people thought it actually was Rob, but no. She said afterwards she knows exactly where it came from, <gasps> the leak, which I think was the book club that right. she's working Anyway, You'd get she, on said, the she said that the first chapters, and it wasn't even like the first 12 chapters were done. It was a draft. So imagine. Imagine yeah, how the, we'd feel if, 12, it's the worst. if a draft of ours got put online. Um and she said that she was just distraught. She felt like violated and she just couldn't work on it anymore. She was just so upset about it. Understandably. A lot of people don't seem to really understand why she was so upset. And I'm like, okay, well, I had to explain that to you if you don't know. Yeah. You should know. Um, and then the idea was that she would, I think, would eventually complete it and we'd get it because it was a, it was going to be a thing. But then time went on, all the movies came out, and people would always constantly ask her questions, and she'd be like, no, no, no. And then I think at one point she said that she had begun working on it again, but then Fifty Shades of Grey, which most people know, and if you don't know, again, was Twilight fan fiction before it was published. Then when it was published, all the Twilight stuff got removed, and it became... Not Twilight. But you were telling me she still included a special thanks to Stephanie Meyer? No, I didn't tell you that. I think you said that. I know. You I, said you read it that somewhere. No, I know. No, I asked you how she could get away with publishing something that was because fan fiction originally. And I think you told me that she said, like, this wasn't, you know, yeah. like, I owe a debt. I don't know. To... I don't know. Well, fan fiction is legal if the author gives permission. I think some authors, like Anne Rice, don't give permission for you sure. to write fan fiction, so you're technically not allowed to put it on like fanfiction.net and stuff. You know, Anne but Rice, we have other vampire fanfiction to write, you know? Yeah, so. You didn't come up with vampires, by the way. <laughs> no. Just like, we, we'll find another way to get there, don't worry. There are definitely people out there who are like, why would we read Twilight when we have fucking interview with the vampire? Sure. We have Lestat. Anyway, um, I lost my point. Oh, yeah. So. The author who wrote Fifty Shades of Grey, she then, of course, in true fucking fashion, wrote Grey, which was Fifty Shades of Grey from Christian Grey's perspective. And Stephanie gave an interview where she was like, I saw that and I just kind of like died. <laughs> she was sure. like, I can't do it now. Because people don't, if they don't know the origin story, yeah. they would think that she was copying Grey. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. And along the way, there have been times where we thought we were going to get it, like she was having, getting a new book coming out, and the book was the Brie Tanner book, right. which is like this brief, in the movies, is this very brief character that gets like turned into a vampire, <laughs> gets turned into a vampire and killed in Eclipse. And um, She's so cute and little and mousy yeah. in the film. And obviously she's in the, um, in the book as well. And her death is so like... Because it's a child, yeah, and they all just stand and around. And they're kind of thinking about protecting her, and then they're like, yeah. no, let's not get in the way. Because they can't send up to the Volturi at that point. And then the big, the big tall dude on their side just comes and just like... Just kills her. <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah, it's really horrible. And she's just kind of like looking around with these big saucer-wide yeah. eyes. It's upsetting. It's sad, because she in the... Because I don't remember how, she, how old she's meant to be in the book, but in the movie, she looks 12. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so then, of course, that was, like, a novella about some character and the Cullens and people are not in it. So a lot of people were like, what? Why do we want this? Why aren't you giving us Midnight Sun? 
Then the 10th anniversary happened. Again, we thought we were getting Midnight Sun, but we got Life and Death, which is a gender-bent, like a gender-swapped Twilight, mm. um, which I have read. And I've got to say, like, it's not just a straight gender swap. She obviously changes. Bella becomes um, Bo, a boy. She obviously changes the personality a little bit to fit a boy more or whatever. So she ch- she just changed some stuff. Sure. And she said that she kind of re-jigged um, a few things that, after years gone by, she right. realised she wanted to rectify kind of thing. Now in the sex scene, she pegs him, right? <laughs> With an ice-cold dildo. I like this. I like his style. Maybe mm. you forgot to break in dawn. However, the spoilers for life and death. When it says fade to it, black, it actually just means a black dildo. <laughs> I, it doesn't actually say fade <laughs> to black. It just, I know. It just fades to sure, black. But you always refer I to do call it FTB, a fade. Yes, I as do, the cool kids say it. I do call it a fade to black. Um, spoilers for life and death. The exciting thing is that the end of Twilight, I mean, the end of Life and Death is different to the end of Twilight in that Bo becomes a vampire because obviously there'd be no point. Because she's not going to. Because Bo's not going to have a baby. Can't have a baby. Um, So, but when reading it, I was constantly trying to think. It's like I couldn't get into the characters for who they were in Life and Death. I was constantly thinking, so who's Royal meant to be? I was constantly trying to work out which character was who with their new names. And I, and it just, that just, do you know what I mean? I couldn't really get into it properly. So then, of course, you think, you know, it's been 13 years or something now since the first Twilight came out, the book. You think, we're never going to get it now. You're never gonna get it. 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 You think I'm never gonna get it? Which is, <laughs> it's not gonna happen now, you know. Sure. But then, a month or two ago, something popped up. The heavens opened. Yep. And down came. <laughs> Stephanie doesn't have like a um, like a regular social media. She has her like film production company social media that she communicates through and and then she has her own website. Sure. And on her website it said there was now a countdown on the main page and it said like seven days or something. It was only days, I remember. It was like really close to when it was going to be happening. And the background was like some trees, but not twilight trees. What are twilight trees? Look, if you don't know, then that's fine. But people who know Pacific know. Northwest trees you're yes, talking about? Yes, yeah. And then, like, lots of stars. And it was very, like, sp- almost like space-themed okay. a little bit. And so I wanted to think Midnight Sun because, A... Would she have an actual countdown if it was anything other than Twilight related? Do you know what I mean? Right, okay. Like because I feel like she knows people are gonna think it's Midnight Sun because that's what most people want. She has written two other books. She wrote The Host, which I've never read. It's about aliens, I'm guessing. How have you never read it? Why do I 
Because you love this woman's work. No, I love this woman's vampire work. But how do you know if you haven't read anything else? Because I'm not into aliens. But you might be into her take on aliens. No, I'm just not interested. But apparently I think there was meant to be a sequel to The Host what if that never happened. Robert Pattinson read the audiobook? Then I might listen. I'll get him on the on the blower. On the blower. Hey, Rob. How you doing? My last one's you to read a book for her. Get him on the blower. She wants a book on tape. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He reads it like that. Um, yeah, so I was trying to like, you know, rationalise like why it was why it was Midnight Sun. Would she have a countdown for something that isn't Twilight related? Or would she just say there's an announcement coming? Um, but she also wrote another book called The Chemist. And so a lot of people were like, this seems more like host themed or chemist themed than Twilight. If it was Twilight, wouldn't it be more, you know? And then... So, so people, because there were a few people I saw on like places like Reddit that were like, I actually kind of hope it's the host. Or a few people were like, I want it to be a Jacob and Renesme story. And I'm like, no. AKA pedophilia. No. Uh, no. AKA. No, not AKA. Well, she's like nine or whatever. She looks like a child. No, she's not. She's going to reach adulthood when she. After seven years. Okay, but he's already in love with her mm. as a baby. He's not in love with her sexually. Mm. The love will change to whatever she needs him to be. So if she forever just needs him to be a caretaker, his love will be caretakery. If she needs his love to be sexual, his love will turn sexual. Well, then. Let's hope her love doesn't turn sexual while she's five. Sure. But doesn't that mean that it's <clears throat> then. It's almost kind of rapey on her part. It's like she can control him and get sex from him, whether oh he wants God. to give it or not. He does want to give it, though. Okay, let's not yeah, dive too deep Yeah, this is problematic. I'm going to write a letter to my congresswoman. <laughs> so I was then thinking, what do I think it's going to be and what do I want it to be? I want it to be Midnight Sun. I think it's going to be Midnight Sun. I don't want to get my hopes up. What else will I be happy with? Another book in the Twilight universe, and I realised I don't. Want, a lot of people want a book about the Volturi, which right. I understand why it would be interesting, because nearly all of them have gifts, and it would go back years, and it would be you know, there'd be lots of layers to it. Have they had running run-ins with either the Cullens or Edward before he was? Carlisle used to be with the Volturi. Oh. Yes. The plot so, thickens. Yes. So a lot of people want that. And the, and I decided I don't want that. Okay. I either want something about the Cullens pre-Bella or I would settle for a Jacob Renesmee story. Because I actually like Jacob. I didn't want there to be a Renesmee, but since there is, I would settle for a Renesmee Jacob book. Or as the cool kids call her. Re- resume. Re- resume. <laughs> Resume. Resume. Yeah. <laughs> Would you have been upset if she had written a post Twilight timeline book? Either continuing the story of Bella and Edward or just moving past that timeline and talking about another vampire clan somewhere else? So, like the same universe, but she's but it's like different vampire. Yeah. Now, I think that could be cool as long as it's like. I think I'd want a love story, a central love story, because that's what I like about it. Like, those chapters, like, when they're talking about all the other vampires and stuff, I don't really care, Okay. to be honest. 
So I decided in my mind I want it to be Midnight Sun or I want it to be about the Cullens before Bella or Jacob Renesme. Anyway. One last thing. Okay. <laughs> Was there any thought that she might release a book similar to, as I look on my shelf, The World of All Souls? There is. I've got it. it did I've she got write it? Twilight. It? Yeah, I've got it. It's on there. She wrote it? Yes. It's called The Twilight Illustrated Guide. And Stephanie Meyer herself wrote it? Yes. Oh, okay. I didn't know that existed. Oh. Could have oh. a fan? Hmm. But she ne- did she actually say a new novel is coming? Did she say... No, what- it didn't say anything. So it could have been anything. It just said coming soon. It could have been a film. Days. It could have yes, been a podcast. Some people thought it could be a film because she has a film production right. company where she produces fucking Jane Austen type movies or some shit. Oh, I don't know. Sure. Because um, you showed me the image and I told you that I really yes, didn't think it was Twilight. Yes, you didn't think it was Midnight Sun. It didn't give me Twilight vibes. No. It did seem vaguely sci-fi-y. I think they tried to find something neutral but maybe could perhaps be like it was clear that i don't think that because if they were going to have something twilighty it would have been obvious and then almost like what's the point in the countdown if we know right why not just you know and then of course the question is like if it is midnight sun is the is it the announcement of midnight sun is it already finished can we buy it in seven days is it going to be like what's it going to be a surprise drop yes that would have been cool some people thought it would be a surprise drop beyonce s yes exactly okay so i waited all these days i was very very eager i was very very excited i tried not to get my hopes up but i was past it I fell deep down into the fucking well of like, it's it's Midnight Sun or nothing and I'm going to be so upset if it's not. So then it happened and I was asleep <laughs> because it just worked out that we were asleep at that time. And I thought about waking up for it, but I decided I would be bleary eyed. You wouldn't be awake. Mm. I wouldn't be able to get excited. So I just waited. And then when I woke up on that evening... It was Midnight Sun. Yeah. 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 So basically, she, uh, from what I'm getting is, is that it's finished, but she's putting the last finishing details on it. I don't know if that's like editing, editing stuff or like what, but that you could pre-order it. It exists as a product to be purchased. Yes, it was definitely, it was, it wasn't like I'm, because I thought briefly, is she just going to say she's working I'm on it working again? I'm working on it again. Because then anything could happen and we might not get it. Watch this space. Yeah. So, of course, I pre-ordered it. Of course. And um, on the on the websites that it was on, it was on obviously all the different websites, some websites give you a page count. Right. And anyone who knows who's read the Midnight Sun draft that got leaked because it got leaked and then she put it on her website i'm guessing if you're gonna read it i may as well sure give it to myself and like <laughs> she wrote like a letter explaining it's like a parent saying if you're gonna have sex it better be under my roof that well i always liked that that sure. idea that like they're gonna have sex anyway so why not make it a safe yeah, environment I suppose that's true harm reduction my mom was a bit like that right like she made sure i was safe she did allow me to have boys stay over as Whoa. long as they stayed on the floor, which they never did, obviously. Of course. She um, set up that sex swing in your bedroom. Because I... <laughs> a step too far, some would say. Because it was her sex swing. She just loaned it out And to you us. shared your mom's sex swing? Pretty much. You just wiped it down with some kitchen towel? 
disgusting. Dabbed at the sticky oh, patches. You grossed me out too. It went too far. <laughs> Dabbed at the sticky <laughs> patches. That's disgusting. Um, you sullied my sex ring. My twi- my twilight stuff. Um, what was it? <laughs> What's happening? So she put it on her website, okay, and obviously yeah. we knew that there's only like twelve. It's only up until like the meadow. If you know the story, <laughs> which is like not even halfway through the book okay. and it's already like 300 pages long or something. Right. And Twilight is a bit longer than a regular book, but at like almost 400 pages or 400 pages or something. So I think we knew from that that Midnight Sun was going to be longer, but on this website, one of the websites I went on, it's almost 800 pages Whoa. long. Whoa. And is that in paperback or hardback? It's got to be hardback. That that if it's bit. a first run, it'll probably be hardback. Because Breaking Dawn, which is the biggest of the books, that's a, all my copies. I mean, you can get them all in hardback. Yeah, but all my mostly you see paperbacks. Yeah, and all my copies are in paperback, and then Breaking Dawn because it's so big. Yeah, I don't even know if they do a Breaking Dawn in softback because it's so big. If a book's long enough, they probably won't do it. Yeah, yeah. so I'm assuming it's going to be hard. But I mean, mm. I can look. I've got the thing, but I would imagine it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So she basically can we ju- just one second? Yeah. Go on. I think the cover art is but ugly. Oh yeah. Okay. I have to tell you. Okay, so everyone knows the classic red apple. Um, Everyone knows. Bella, I'm assuming, is holding on the front cover of Twilight. Um, and then Life and Death was a green apple. I don't really know why, but... It's the inverse, It doesn't really make any will. sense. Um, and then, of course, a lot of people thought that the cover was going to be sun-esque because the title is Midnight Sun. Right. There's even, like, mock-ups over the years. The mock-ups that, that you showed me made. look better than the actual cover art. I like the cover mm. because two reasons. Before I knew what the cover meant, I even liked it. It's like a decaying pomegranate, which I think, because it's from Edward's perspective, fits. He sees himself as a monster with no soul. And so it made sense to me. I also think it looks good. I like the darkness of it. Also, didn't you tell me that, am I just making this the, up, that the apple in the Garden of Eden is actually supposed to be a, a different type of fruit? No, I told you, the thing I told you about, yeah, I think it was a great, it was, it was a pomegranate. Yeah. Yeah, it's all about, I could get it up, but basically the pomegranate is about Persephone and... Um, Don't you mean Persephone? <laughs> <laughs> um, you said that was such a I was trying face. to keep a straight face, but this um, was how she ate like 13 seeds or something, I don't right. know, seven seeds, I haven't many. That's a good night. <laughs> That's a good night? Yeah, the glory hole. <laughs> Down in seven seeds. You'll be full for days. Oh, she's yeah. going to have a tummy full of juice. Oh. <laughs> of all the words you could have picked... I was trying to think of the juice of the pomegranate. Could have said cream, and that no, would have been somehow less that's gross. That's disgusting. Worse than juice. You know, you say cream. I either think of like whipped cream, or I think of like it's a very British thing to say cream instead of lotion. Right, Hand cream. Yeah. I'm going to cream my face. I'm oh, that cream is. My a legs. Gr- I never thought so about that. So it makes me think of that. Right, <laughs> that's better than juice, in my opinion. Anyway, I like the cover, but from what I've seen, most people don't like the cover. Well, you've got Stockholm Syndrome. 
<sighs> Fuck off. You would have thought it was good if it was just a picture of a middle finger. No, I liked it. And then when I read her like description of what it means, I liked it even more. I guess. So I'm very excited. And what she's doing is she wrote like a note when when it was announced that it's been like sudden. She was basically like, I know everything is crazy right now. And I was going to wait but I think you've waited long enough. Sure. And maybe this could be something nice for people yeah. to look forward to. Also, you I'm have like, time to read things right I now. I don't really understand this, like, I do, but a lot of, like, big musicians, for instance, have, like, pushed back releases of new music and stuff, or they did at least initially in the first few months of lockdown, which didn't really make much sense to me because people have just time on their hands. But um, the beginning was still kind of all... Yeah. But, like, Hayley, yeah. her really, Hayley Williams releasing her, like, new album, I was very grateful for that because I feel like it came at the perfect time. Anyway... Talking of coming at the perfect time, Sugar on the Rim. Sugar on the... You have to do the death. Sugar, sugar on, on the, the Rim. Because you can feel the beat sugar when you do it. Sugar on the Rim. Do, do, do. Do, do, do. Sugar on the Rim. If you don't know, you should know. It's a good album. Stream I, Pedals for Armour now. I listen to it. It's good. Enjoy it. Um, so she wrote a note. It was very cute. And then she basically said that she was going to... Why I started this, because I said about eking things yeah, out. Yeah. She said that every Tuesday and Friday, she was going to release a quote, like a, a couple, of, like a line from the book, right. until the release. So this was like, what, a month ago or something? Maybe longer. And the book comes out July, August 4th, sorry. That's a lot. And for me, I already read the draft. So I've already read, not only do I know the plot, I've already read (laughs) half the book. So I read the first two quotes and I haven't read any of the others. And it's so hard because I follow so many Twilight people on um instagram and they all repost it in their stories and on the feed Uh, but it's all in a like she puts it on this it's the same background every time so i see it with my periphery and i like you have to avert your eyes i do i like defocus my eyes so i can't read it sure um the other thing is is that i only fucking read the draft last year and i'm so upset because that was the first time you'd read it. I had read a, f- a couple of pages of it back in the day, but stopped myself because I think I always thought I'd get to read the book. You should have trusted your instincts. Yeah. And then last year, I think I got to a point where, well, we're clearly not getting it then. So I read it. You spite read it? Stupidly. No. Fuck it, Stephanie Marl. Read your draft. I was like, I should, I should read it because we're never going to get the rest of it. So I should read it. And I'm really annoyed now sure. that that happened. I totally get that. Should have waited. I should have. Should have waited forever and a day. I, is that a Twilight I, thing? I don't know. It's a saying. Oh, yeah. I know, but there's a lot of forever talk. There is, yeah. In well, Twilight. you know, vampires mate forever. I guess. Like is there no divorce in the vampire world? There's only death. What? The idea is that, like, once you mate, that love is forever. It will last. You'll never not be in love. Mm. Propaganda. Like this, us. This film is... Well, that's true. But still. Ah, that's nice. This is Christian propaganda, if I've no, ever seen it. get over it. Or Mormon propaganda. I mean, get off it, not get over it. 
Or come off it is actually what I meant to say. <laughs> Third time's a tomb. <laughs> but it got mangled. A tomb. It just got mangled. I do. I, I'm very. I'm so excited. That's cool. I, seen, I get that. I've seen a bunch of people like rereading Twilight in preparation. I think I thought about that for like a split second and then was like, no, why would I do that? I want it to be fresh. I don't want to have just read the story. I know it's different because it's from his perspective. And the good thing is, is that we will get, like, in my mind, we will get loads of new stuff because he can read minds. And I already know from reading the first part of the draft that he, he does read minds so he can understand Bella better in the beginning. And then there are lots of times when he just goes off. So he's with his family yeah. and we don't get to see that. We don't get to see any of that. So. I know I was joking about it earlier, but it would be absolutely perfect if they could get Robert Pattinson to read the audiobook. Yeah, I've seen some people say that. That's like a no-brainer. Yeah. That'll sound oh, like Oh, they did cakes. get someone, though. They already have someone? Yeah, he's an actor who I... I kind of not. I've seen him in a couple of things. I think he plays what. There's a third brother in um, Supernatural. Okay. Who they come across at some point, and I think he plays the third. So brother. it's not Tim. It's not Dean. No, Shimon Sham is what you. No, that's. Yeah, that, I've don't got so, say what that is. I've got so many names. You say Tom and Dean, even oh, okay. though it's Sam and Dean. I'm changing Dean. to Tim and Dean. <laughs> Even though my name's Sam. So there's Tim, Dean, and Johnny. No, it's Tom and Dean. Don't Whatever. change it. I might. Anyway. I could go for some Tom and cheese right now. He I'm pretty peckish. Yeah. You haven't really been liking melted cheese lately, though. No, I haven't. Which that is makes it sound like I, for me. That makes it sound like I drink people. it by the jug. <laughs> You'd like it if you're eating pizza. But yeah, you haven't been true. liking cheese and toast or... No, I haven't. We did make... Pizza bread, cheesy pizza bread, or whatever. Does it even deserve the name? It doesn't really. You didn't really like it, so no, I, didn't. I guess we, if we wanted to truly make it pizza, we would get mozzarella and not mozzarella. cheddar. Mozzarella, mozzarella, or mozzarella is what I've seen people say it as. Gabagool. And that's not I don't know word. what that is, but if you do an is that a real word? If you do an offensive Italian accent, you spoke. That is what people often say. I wasn't trying to do an offensive one. I was trying mm. to just do an Italian accent. That's in the eye of the beholder. You were doing like a cartoon impression, and I was just trying to say it with an Italian accent. That. Look, I'm better than you. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of your spin-off podcast. <clears throat> How did we get onto food? Um, oh yeah, yeah, Tom and Dean. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> I think he was in the host movie, okay, and that's how she knows him. She got him to do the voice of Edward. She was the one who chose the Stephen. Yeah, of course. Wow. And it's good to be king. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't listen to audiobooks anyway, so they should have got Rob. I mean, I would have if it was Rob. That's so. So many people obvious. are like, "There's a meme going around where it's like Robert Pattinson thinking he's a fifth twilight and then midnight sun comes out because a, a, a lot of people think that he hates twilight and they they shop around this like compilation of snippets where he says crazy things about twilight but when you watch them one in a row it makes it seem like he's shit talking twilight but he's not i've read i've right, seen okay. all of those interviews millions of times he's not ever been horrible about twilight so I think they just want him to hate yeah, it yeah he can't have hated it that much he did five fucking films yeah so and he's even said good things about it as recently as last year. Right. So, fuck you, honestly. <laughs> honestly. Um, but I yeah, that would have been cool. I am hate if, um, 
If he could have. Yeah, that, I just... I, feel I like would such, have listened to it then. That's such a missed opportunity. Yeah. That would have sold like gangbusters. Yeah, I mean, it's going to fucking sell anyway. Let's the audiobook, real. though, with some random guy reading it. Yeah. People are just going to be thinking, like, I wish Rob was... You I know, know it's weird. Tones. It's a bit weird. You have to do his American accent now for the whole thing. He is an actor. He's an actor. He is a The thing thespian. is, his American accent wasn't as good then, and it's way better now. Sure. So I feel like I don't know if he'd be able to do his Edward voice as Edwardy as it was. Then. You know <laughs> right. what I mean? Are we excited for Tenet? Yes. I told you not to watch the second trailer because yeah. it gives away, I think, more than... Mm. We're not really... We don't need to see no. the trailer because they give too much I'll away. I'll watch anything Christopher Nolan makes. Yeah. But the first trailer looked kind of boring, if I'm being honest. I think what I watched the second trailer. So they obviously wanted to give a teaser and it was almost, I, th- I feel like, their way of giving you a teaser that told you nothing okay um this the trailer basically tells you what the crux mm, is if you know what i mean so you shouldn't watch it i'm excited for it De- uh, john david washington um i think he i've seen him in something i can't remember what but i like him and him and rob together i think that could be a good combination there's okay. a funny picture i think i showed you there's like a paparazzi shot of them eating at like a restaurant but they're sitting outside right and i think john david is like you know shows his like muscles or whatever and then rob shows his and they just burst out laughing it's really funny sure. is there a bromance there's developing a bromance, would you say I hope. and in true nolan fashion michael kane and like michael kane you're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. This is like the only accent you can do. Marco cocaine. Marco cocaine. You just got to say my cocaine. Yeah, everyone knows this. No, they don't. We've been new. It's not like beer can. Don't do it. I didn't do anything. If you know, you know. And if you don't know, you don't need to know. Yes, that's true. So yeah, I'm very excited. I'm going to shield your face with my hand while I say this because I don't want you to give away anything. I have heard a rumor that this film is part of the Inception universe. I don't know whether that's true. I just heard someone say it in passing on a podcast because I haven't paid attention to anything to do with this film. But if that's true, I'm very, very excited. I just don't think it will be true. But if it is, I'm down like Charlie Brown in Clown Town drinking a pound of snound. All right, we get it. So, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. We'll just, like, totally see. Let's take a little break and then come back and get into the meat of the matter. The meat of the matter. Keep going, Wedgie. It's your fault. I love you. Me too. You fucking shut up. What? <laughs> Knocking the mics when you're leaning over. What did you say though? I said you fucking shut up. Oh. Thank you for letting me talk about midnight. Of course, baby. So it was interesting to hear you talk about it. I like it when you ask me questions. And we're back. Samantha, do you have any 
unsolicited advice. Do do Yeah. If you understand that reference, you understand it. And if you don't, you don't get it. I don't understand I it. I know. That's because you're not a podcast junkie. That's not, that's not cool. You're not a podcast fiend. All right. Is it weird that we have a, I have a podcast and I don't listen to podcasts? No, it makes you a savant, if anything. You're kind of like a musical prodigy who never heard music before. But just could play it anyway. Yeah. A lot of people have been calling you the Mozart of podcasting. Oh, my God. I know. And not just because you're short and deaf. I don't know what to do with that. Take it inside, internalize it. I have. Let it hurt you for the rest of your life. Short and deaf? Yeah. Kitty, don't be stupid. <laughs> um, Type your microphone down. I might. We're going to play a little game. Type it down a little bit more. We're going to play a little game called Am I the Asshole? Okay. Sounds a bit like the Sonic theme. No, the Sonic theme is... um, What's the Sonic theme? You do it all the time. You should know this. I do do it all the time. Yeah, but just because I did something then, I can't get it. You know this. You don't know it. Think about the Green Hill Zone. No. Oh my god. I give up. I'm not gonna we're not gonna have a big gap. Killer, you choked. You choked. You didn't know it either. I don't know. I'm not a Sonic fan like you. I don't write cream and knuckles fanfic. Cross fanfic. I don't even slash know. fanfic. I don't even know who cream is. Oh you will. Look, I played Sonic before you were born. I highly doubt that. No, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I played it before the age of eight. On what? I can't remember. The Mega Drive. Did that come out before I was born? I don't even know. You're trying to... (laughs) Is it a slow one? That slow one. You're trying to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Don't forget it. Memory-wise, but it's not happening. Anyhow. Basically. This is inspired, let me just say. Oftentimes, I will be sitting on the couch. And Samantha will be reading a Reddit thread. and And she'll be like, I have to tell you about these people. Yeah. And then she'll tell me about it. And then we'll talk about it for a little bit. And yeah. Yeah, basically there's a subreddit called Am I the Asshole where people post things that have happened and they're like, so was I the asshole in this situation or not? Because whatever. And I have some from there and I just have some from r slash relationship advice as well. The point of this is not for us to say you are the asshole, though we will say it. Oh, don't. Don't even doubt it for a second. It's more so like, it's just going to like, you'll see. It'll spark conversation. And also some of them are insane. Sure. It's it's also going to be where do we fall? Which side of the argument do we fall on? If you know what I mean. Where do we fall on the spectrum of insanity? Yes. Of Before we get into this, let's talk about your earrings. Why? Because they're fabulous. Are they fabulous? I'll try and describe them. There okay. are two tier earrings, very large at the bottom. So the first tier, which is right attached to samantha's earlobe is a sparkly red heart i want to say no it's like a glittery like it's got like silver glitters purpley glitters it's got like lots of different colored glitters in it and then hanging down from that heart which is like a good size like a 50p pence 50p i don't know what that means (laughs) that's redundant the heart is like an inch by 
An inch and a half. Okay. Anyhow, hanging down from that on the second tier is this big clear orange plastic heart, much larger, that says girl gang on it it's like a neon orange and it says girl gang. and it's like a good size and it's like dangling down from both ears they're super cute and every time you do like a dramatic like head gesture they kind of like jingle slap against your face that's my earrings if you can hear that sure they're very cute you're Thank very you, fashion forward <laughs> what an old person thing to say a lot of people say you're the mozart of oh, hawk couture <laughs> You okay. were wearing juicy sweatpants before I'm it was cool. I'm jumping in. I'm jumping in. And you had juicy derail- written on the front of the sweatpants. You're not derailing me. The first one is... Do tell. Sometimes the title makes you think, well, of course you are. And then once they give the... Extenuating ex- context. Yes, you realise, oh, okay. Yeah. Am I the asshole for making my girlfriend shave her legs as a deal for me shaving my beard? Okay, I'm now, I'm on the fence right now. Okay, what so, was I when I first? I think I I was more leaning to you are the asshole. Okay, I'm de- I'm if, definitely straddling the fence right now. Yeah. Okay, so basically, I could see it going either he way. He says, "Do I just read it out?" Yeah, just read out the the okay. post. My girlfriend and I were together for almost five years. In our f- in year four of our relationship, I decided to get a beard. Get a what beard. a weird... I went to the he beard store. He doesn't actually say that. He's just like got a hankering for a beard. That's even weirder. Yeah. That's like code for like cruising for gay sex. I've got a <laughs> hankering for a beard. <laughs> I'd never grown one before. I was kind of interested to see how it would look on me. So I started growing one. And after a couple of weeks, I decided it looked pretty good. And I wanted to keep it. Um... My girlfriend said it looked good, but honestly, she'd rather I didn't grow it out. I asked her why, and after a couple of minutes of me pressing her, she told me that she didn't really like kissing me or me doing uh, mouth stuff in the bedroom when That's I had a beard. disgusting. Because it gave her beard burn. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's cool. I can start using those products that make your beard softer. She said that she just didn't like the feeling of it and thought it would probably just tickle her if it was softer. So at that point, I was like, what? So you're saying I have to get rid of it or you won't kiss me? She said no, she would still kiss me, but it wouldn't feel good for her and she'd probably kiss me less. So then I was like, well, if it's about comfort and not looks, let's talk about your legs. Her legs were unshaved at the time and they were super bristly against mine in bed at night. I said to her that I'd shave my beard if she shaved her legs. She said that was stupid because my legs were also hairy and she'd never complained about that and that if we started this argument we'd both just end up removing all the hair on our bodies. But I stuck to my guns because it didn't seem fair to me that I had to remove my hair and she didn't. So eventually she just gave up, shaved her legs, hated it and then didn't do it again. I did shave my beard when she shaved her legs, but after she stopped doing it, I grew it out again. (laughs) And it was an argument we kept having until we broke up. Oh, boy. Okay. So, a couple of things right off the bat. Firstly, the girlfriend obviously hated how the beard looked and was just trying to find other more palatable reasons to say it had to go. That's obvious at this point, I would say. I don't know, because she was not the one who said things like, I won't kiss you. He prodded her 
and said the thing about kissing and she was like it doesn't feel as good but i will still kiss you but then he offered to soften his beard and she made up some horse shit it will maybe tickle a bit because i don't think these oil beard oils don't all of a sudden change the consistency of your beard your beard is still going to be like it might not tickly but it might not be prickly anymore but when you're smushing against the skin it still is still going to leave a rash i my gut tells me that she hated the way the beard looked on him. Okay, but Thought even if she did... that he didn't did, suit a beard and was trying to find some other way to, like, gently prod him into getting rid of the but beard. But even if that's true, she never said, give up the beard or you can't go down on me. Give up the beard and we won't kiss. She wasn't the one who said any of that. Okay. She just said we'd probably end up doing it a bit less because it feels a bit less good. That's it. He was the one who then started in... Well, I'll shave it if you shave your legs crap, which is bullshit. I will admit, it's a very ballsy move on that in that point of the conversation for him to be like, let's talk about your legs then. I know. If we're talking about shit, we hate your fucking bristly legs. <laughs> I want to fucking chop them off with a hatchet. That's or, a ballsy move. That's a right turn. Also, can we talk about how it's not the same because he has hairy legs? Yeah, but he might have long... No, it's still going to feel tickly and bristly against you. <laughs> no, it's one or the other. Okay, but either way, it's not comparable. Her uh, legs are not the same as his face. I would say it's comparable. No, it's not. It's not the same. A face is not the same as legs. No, that's true. But the point is... If I said I wanted to get a tattoo on my leg, you probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> but if I wanted to get a tattoo on my face... It'd be a deal breaker. That's, not, that's true, but that's not a good analogy. It is a the good point analogy. Is it is. It's a perfect... You know what? That's <laughs> a perfect analogy. The point is, they're both things that annoyed the other person. I think it's a fair trade. In fact, I think that he's giving trade. up more because a facial beard is an attribute. Your leg hair is just something that's like... You know, I mean, some people might be really like into having hairy legs or not having hairy legs, as the case may be. But a beard, you know, that's like a major part of your appearance. That's why they're not comparable. Yeah, as in he's giving up more than she is. IMO, IMHO, TBH, TBQH. If he was going to, if he, he should have shaved his legs as well then. That would that makes no. the deal even more. It uneven. doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I agree with you that his beard is more of an attribute, which is also why it's him having the beard or not having the beard is way more of a. It's like a bigger thing than her having heavy legs. He just like decided to throw something in there that was of hers, so he didn't have to shave the beard. I understand it. A beard, a full beard, from a person who can actually really grow a full beard, takes up more than half your face. Yes. If you, you are used to that person not having any facial hair, that's... You know how different people look when they have beards and then of they shave? Course. And then you've you've never seen them before? Chris Evans. Look <laughs> In Avengers. Yeah, we were just looking at... He goes from babyface twink to zaddy. To, he does. My God. When he shows up in Endgame with that beard, that was a bit wet. You just want to ride his face. You. A little bit wet. Hmm. Um, yes, and I would. Okay. Bristles or no bristles. You want a beard ride is what yeah, you're saying. I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> you can watch. I don't... <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Um. So, okay. 
You've been watching too much cuckold porn. No. I don't want to stand in the corner of my arms crossed like, ugh, can't believe he's fucking her better. Okay, now let's... <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> I totally kind of zoned out yeah, a little that's bit. Fair. And then like, that wasn't the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the, the idea that like, she didn't even... Like, would it be wrong? What the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> a robot just There's started like speaking a... <laughs> outside. I don't think the mic would pick that up, but that was really weird. Um, I can't let you do that, Samantha. Let's talk about the right you have to, like, what power you have in a relationship over those types of things. Yeah, that's a good point. What, what amount of power is, like... You definitely don't have a right. Not right, but, like... What amount of influence is normal yes. and when does it cross the line of controlling? Yes. I think... You've yeah. had a beard. I don't grow a very good beard. You still had... You had a long beard, Yeah, though. I did. It wasn't It long. wasn't the type of beard that comes out into a... Like a bush this way. It wasn't way. a bush. It was, it was like more a, of a... It grew lengthwise. It was. It was like down to here. I remember you It was a few inches off my face, if that. Anyhow, I don't grow a very good beard. I will fully admit it. I do like having stubble, though. My my normal day-to-day look it's is just... a little bit of stubble. I uh, just yeah. have a little bit of stubble. Um, Matthew's got quite a beard. Yeah, he does. And it, in a couple of years, it might even be a bushy kind of like caveman beard. We'll yeah. have to see. I wonder if he uses beard oil. I think he said that he did. I find it very funny to think about him just like sitting down in an armchair, dripping beard oil onto himself and like massaging it into the (laughs) bristles. Um, I find that funny to think about anyone, to be honest, but yeah. Okay. So what, what, what's a good amount of like influence and like, what is it okay to say or request of a partner? I think you have to pick your battles in that. If you, if you, you know, like let's say you wanted to get a haircut that I wasn't super hot on, but I also didn't hate, I was just kind of like, uh, it's not, it's not what I would choose. I, it's not the best haircut I think that you could have, but I don't hate it. And it's like, you know, totally fine. I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't even tell you if you were like, I'm so psyched to get this haircut. Like I saw it in a magazine and I really want to do it. I'd probably just hold my tongue because it's, although I don't like saw it, it in a magazine. You know what I mean? You really like aging yourself this <laughs> podcast. You're younger than me and you're saying some of these things. I've got an old soul. Okay. Yeah. Um, I probably wouldn't say anything to you because I don't care that much. But if you were planning to get a neck tattoo, I would have to tell you because it would probably... It, it would be something that would be so... Like, is so counter to what I... I don't know what the word is. Like, find attractive or liking a partner or just find aesthetically pleasing. I think also if it's something that's going to drastically change your appearance right. to the point of, like... I don't know. It's just going to change it drastically. Okay. Like, for instance, you don't really like facial piercings. That's I, not really true. I, it's true in a, to a large extent. There's a few that I like, but mostly I don't know. Like, for instance, I, on and off, want to get my nose pierced. I mostly don't do it because I did kind of pierce it myself when i was younger and it really fucking hurt how did you pierce it yourself i didn't pierce it myself what happened was (laughs) 
I paid a hobo to stab me in the nose with a broken bottle. It bled. I had to go to A and E. I never tried it again. Then I got fucking hepatitis of the nose. I got rabies. I don't know. This is a fake nose, and you just take it off. We can never forget. We can never. We can never go, Baba. No, we can't. But we we can't go go back to before. We we gobba go, Baba. No, we would like to go, Baba, (laughs) but we can never go, Baba. It's true. Okay. It's a deep saying. Basically, long story short, my friend had his family owned a tattoo and piercing shop. And he said, I think I had mentioned that in one of my nose pairs. And he was like, I can do it for you. And this was like the days when you did. I'd let my friend pierce my ear with like one of my shitty earrings. Really hurt. Didn't really take. Anyway. (laughs) um, So he was like, I can just get a piercing needle from from the shop. Bring it and we'll do it. Bring one of your earrings that you want to use or get a nose pit. You know what I mean? Like, bring something to use. So he bought a proper piercing needle. However, we didn't use, like, I don't even, we didn't use anything to, like, clean my nose or, like, we numb didn't it. numb it with anything. Or we went into the toilets, to the girls' toilets of a, like, place where we used to view, um, what can I use my words? A place where we used to go and see live music. Okay. And him, me, and one of my other friends, we just went into one of the stalls in case someone came this in. This is insane. And he, this was like in 1999. And he, he just did it. And it really fucking hurt. I think, because I had my tongue pierced and they clamped it. I'm assuming they clamp it when you have your nose pierced as well, because your nostrils can be quite thick. I don't know if they do, but obviously he didn't. Right. He just bought an... Anyway, so we put the... Um, I put a hoop in, okay. I think. Like a big, giant earring hoop? Like five inches <laughs> no, big? No, a little sleeper, a little sleeper hoop. And um, basically, he did it. I opened my eyes and just water. I wasn't actually crying, like sobbing, but my eyes wouldn't stop crying yeah. because it just stung and like hurt so much. I basically kept it in for about six hours. The pain <laughs> never went away. Sure. It hurt so much. And something like that, and I, again, like I said, had had my tongue pierced. And that's, the actual piercing isn't painful, but the aftermath, like waking up the next day with a swollen tongue and you can't swallow, mm-hmm. is one of the worst things. This was worse than that. And so I just took it out. And you were starting to develop nasal gangrene? At that Gross. point, it was starting to rot Why you got to? Why you got to? I just grew like another nostril. What? Because it just got default on it. It wasn't irradiated. Did you get this needle from Chernobyl? <laughs> You'll find that's Chernobyl. No, I'll say it how I like Chernobyl. Yeah. Like Chanel. <laughs> Cookie. <laughs> Eve St. Laurent. No, you wouldn't say Eve, would you? If you were going to say it like that, Whatever. you'd say like Wyvez. <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> yeah anyway so i've on and off over the years wanted my nose pierced okay. and the most the main reason i don't get it done is because it hurts so much that okay. time but you have basically vetoed it i don't like nostril piercings like yeah. the other side of the nose what i have come around to gradually is the piercing that's of the, the septum, septum. Like a cute little ring or like a cute little like, you know, 
just like a little piece of jewelry hanging from the septum i think can look okay on certain people i think septum piercings can look really fucking cute but or even just like a little it's ball kind ring. of a little bit too common for me right now like i wouldn't want to Oh, you have to be like a trendsetter. No, that's not what I mean. You have to be a special I mean. snowflake. That's not what I mean, but everyone knows that if something is really popular, it's kind of off-putting. Fucking hipster. Like, it's like getting a star tattoo. Like, that's not because I mean? it's popular, that's because it's horrendous. <laughs> yeah. And obviously another thing that you'd want to veto is like face tattoo. I wouldn't want you to get yeah, a well, face tattoo, course. to be honest. But there's other piercings. Other, I... Let me think about other... What are some other face piercings? Lips. You know, the funny thing you is, don't... I have been with people with... Yeah. I yeah. didn't have any say in either of them. Because they already had it done, right? Yeah, I was with someone who had a tongue piercing, which I was... I, did, I didn't have a problem with, but I don't like. I haven't got my tongue piercing anymore. I think we talked about it on a previous yeah. podcast. But I did. Not by choice. It just closed up when I took it out. One sure. Time. And I was also with someone who got snake bite piercings. I'm not a fan of those. And who just did it on a whim like surprised me with it they can look really cool but i'm not usually i'm a fan. not really a fan i that <sighs> how do you think about the lip piercing when it's on the side and it's like a hoop no you don't like that no i don't like lip piercings i've pretty much any so you kind. don't like any face piercings no, except the septum um the eyebrow only- piercing can i think look- that's horrible the eyebrow piercing is really the only one i don't like you know what's cool when real. someone's kind of like punky and they have like several eyebrow piercings the, the problem with the eyebrow is is that it's one of the only piercings that actually grows out it pushes the piercing <laughs> what out the fuck? most people who have their eyebrow pierced they're not gonna have it for life my brother had his done and he just pushed it so you have like a protruding eyebrow no what happens is it's like the skin that 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 covers the actual bar or the hoop yeah. or whatever it it like the piercing gets pushed out and the skin gets thinner and thinner till the skin is no there, not there anymore. Sure, okay. And it's just a natural thing that your eyebrow does. Why is it only the eyebrow? I don't know. Is it because the bone, like possibly, your brow I'm not bone sure. is like pointing out? But it's like a true rejection of right, like, okay. that. Yeah, there's not many facial piercings that are like it's re- it's very small. It's yeah. it's a scant. What number. about this? The the Marilyn Monroe. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. I think the reason why I'm not fan is because, like, usually the p- person who has the piercing, it's, like, not the right size mm. and it sticks out too much. But then you get some people where it's, like, it just looks like you've stuck a gem on your face, <laughs> which looks much better. Right. Um, but, yeah, my point... Most of these things, I think, could look really cool on some people. Yeah. I just don't like them for me. I understand. I don't want to. I, a lot of these things, I think, don't look good on anyone. Yeah. Well, as you as I've told you many you're times. You're not really into that. There are many thing. things that I feel strongly about when it comes to like <clears throat> I don't think chest tattoos look good on anyone. Yeah. But I think they especially don't look good on women. And that's a that's a hot take, but I'm gonna have to put it out there. You're not really a tattoo fat like I mean, I'm not either really, you know. And it's only really because I think I agree like obviously a tattoo is a personal choice and that's why it baffles me that so many people just get utter shit yeah. on them and i don't know and yeah. they get the same i don't know why you would ever want to get the same tattoo as someone else makes no sense that pretty much the only tattoos that i regularly think look cool not sleeve. regularly even yeah sleeve tattoos where they're really cool and intricate and yeah. like artistically well done 
it's like coherent it all fits together i hate when you see a sleeve and it's clear that someone got a tattoo on their shoulder and then a few years later was like i might get one on my bicep yeah and then it's like this hodgepodge of like mismatched instead of designing a sleeve and then slowly getting it. but if it's like a cool i like colorful sleeves see i'm not really a fan of color tattoos okay i mean they can't they can't i like some of them but um, like I've seen some some people in the fat community have some really nice ones on their like thighs and stuff, which I really like. But usually, I'm just I'm mostly a fan of like the black and grey sure tattoos. Yeah, so sleeves. I think sleeves look good on women as well. Yeah, and I like if a girl just had like two really cool sleeves. Although that objectively, that's a lot of tattoos if you think about percentage of your body being covered i think i would be like fine with it if they looked good mm. but that's pretty much the only type of tattoos that i am like okay with mm. the rest i'm either hate or <clears throat> can tolerate okay so to sum up <laughs> only i think you... only if you really hate it should you say something and i think even let me say this you have no right to demand that your partner look a certain way or make certain yeah. choices about their appearance but what you can do is tell them how you feel so yeah. if something is going to be like a deal break in terms of it's going to be such a daily annoyance looking at it or it's really changes how you feel about them like physically it makes you less attracted yeah. to them yeah i don't know how i feel about that whole i think it's weird because like that's the only time you can really like force the issue and be like i I don't want to be telling you this, and I don't want it to seem like an ultimatum, but this is just honestly how I feel. Because even though... Sorry. Even though I definitely fall on the side of, like... If... If you don't, like... Because if you don't like something... If someone changes something and it makes you less attracted to them or whatever, that's kind of gross in a way. But, like, you can't get away from that. If a person yeah. drastically changes and you no longer like, see, like, I don't know, I hate that. I yeah. hate it and I wish it weren't true. But yeah, let's do You do can't this. change what you're attracted to. No. No matter how much I love you, if you get a tribal tattoo across your face, <laughs> I can't make myself find that sexy or beautiful or like attractive. Yeah. I, I can only hate it. I'm yeah. hardwired to hate it. And but, no matter, there's no level of feeling I can have for someone that's going to rewire that part of my brain. However, it, I guess it depends where you are in your relationship. If you're so in love that that's, even though you hate it, you'll still be in love. Yeah, you could tolerate it, yeah, yeah, but you're yeah. never going to like it. You've got to decide what you can tolerate. Yes, If that's you true. can tolerate, why even say it? Because you don't know, this guy might have shaved in a year. If he's got his whole life without a beard and then he gets a beard... He might just decide in a year that he doesn't want it. So yeah. it's like, you're you going to blow your battles, it up I just because of that? But I, my verdict on this is that he is not the asshole. And neither you is she. Do, th- this is the dear. You're the asshole, not the asshole. Everyone sucks. Oh, okay. So not the asshole. So you can do everyone sucks. But I don't say everyone sucks in this. I think she is justified in telling him that she has a problem with the beard. He is justified in saying... If I'm going to make this sacrifice, I would also like to bring up something to your attention that I would like you to change and sacrifice. We make a deal about it. I don't think anyone's the asshole in the situation. I think he's the asshole for trying to compare it to her legs. Wow. And I, 
but but wow i think i would probably fall on everyone sucks here no i don't think she sucks <laughs> at all no i'm taking it back i don't think she sucks at all because she didn't say she didn't like it she said it's scratchy when we kiss that's what she said so i don't think she sucks but he does suck for the leg thing. Let's. He doesn't suck for having a beard. Yeah. And deciding he wants to keep the beard. He sucks for what he's trying to do in how to get around it. Okay. Instead of being like, you can't dictate what I do. And I'm really sorry that it's a bit uncomfortable. But right now I would really like a beard. Let's try and do what we can do to make it better. And if she was a bit patient and he tried the oils and stuff and it was all good then it was all good. And maybe she would have got used to it. But instead, he was all shave your legs. Like, mm. I don't think it's comparable. This, we're going to have to agree to disagree. Let me say this, though. As a supplementary question, consider this corollary. If what I said is true and she hated the way the beard looked, is it ethically okay that she then came to him with a made-up reason to, to spare his feelings? Is that okay to do? It's hard because I don't think anyone ever wants to say... I don't like the beard. Like your reason is, I your reason is if you don't like it is I don't like the way you look with this beard. I don't like the way you look with this new hair color. I don't like the way you look with this new piercing or this new tattoo. That's what it falls down to. Do you know what I mean? Sure. So no one wants to say that. So maybe she thought. I mean, she didn't even go to him, but maybe she thought by. By being like, oh, but it's like scratchy, which I'm pretty sure is also true because it is true. They are scratchy. <laughs> it's like not totally made up. It's more like I'm saying this because it's not hurtful. It's just a fact. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You sometimes tell me my my stubble is scratchy when we kiss. Yeah. Sometimes there's a, there's a there's a period of time where this is true. it's growing, it's just growing in and it's scratchy. Once it gets past that just growing in stage, it's soft again. Yeah. And it's also only when you brush against me in certain angles. If you brush against me one way, it's soft. If you brush against another way, it's scratchy. So I'll just say, like, like, be a bit gentler with sure. your face because it When we do hurts. an upside-down Spider-Man kiss, it doesn't yeah. bother you. No, when we're 69, though. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's why you start off in the Spider-Man kiss and then I keep lowering down until we reach the 69. It's a very versatile position. Okay, let's move on to the next one. Mary Jane, you dirty girl. She's a dirty girl. She likes it weird. Upside down. 69 is not weird, though. 69 is not great. We've talked about this yeah, before. Yeah, we've talked about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Am I the asshole for getting upset that my partner says he won't do anything for me for Mother's Day? <laughs> what the fuck is there more details yes okay so wait is that was that the title yeah okay i already have a opinion Go formed on. i'm leaning towards she's the asshole but why we'll, let's give the the full story you, okay <clears throat> i'm leaning towards he's the asshole okay she's not the asshole he's the yeah, asshole i get it that, that was implied <clears throat> by you saying that <laughs> so tomorrow is my first mother's day and my partner asked what i wanted for dinner tonight and suggested having steaks. I jokingly said, or we can have them tomorrow for a Mother's Day dinner. And he laughed and said, I'm not doing anything tomorrow. I'm getting something from my mom and that's it. It's her... <clears throat> and then he looked at the baby, the one-year-old, and said, 
it's her responsibility to get you something. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty funny, honestly. <clears throat> oh, no. The daughter is one month old, oh but Mother's Day has fallen on right. the day. I got a little upset and said how my dad always did something for my mom, and he shrugged his shoulders and said, well, my dad never did. I said I was a little hurt that he wasn't going to do anything special for my first Mother's Day, even if it was just breakfast for me or a card. He repeated what he said, this time more annoyed, and left the room. He said it's not his job to do anything for me because I'm not his mum. I feel really hurt, and he says I have no reason to be upset. Now, do you feel a bit different? <laughs> not a, a little bit. Kitty, a little bit. fuck off. <laughs> Let me say this first. I think the idea that a husband should have to do something for his wife. It's not from him, though. He does it for the child because the child. You are insane. (laughs) You are insane. I guarantee that that's what your mum did when you were younger. She would get something from you for your dad. I bet you. I guarantee. She might have done or not. That doesn't mean it's right or that it was warranted. So if we had a kid and it was Mother's Day, you knowing that I'm a mom, knowing that like everyone is celebrating Mother's Day, I want to celebrate Mother's Day, but my child is a fucking one-year-old and <laughs> cannot give me anything. So that like an insult. You don't get me something from that child and write like a card pretending it's from her. It's cute if you want to do that, but for her to come and be like, you're not going to do anything for me? because that's normal. No, it's not normal at all. It is normal. Let's hard, take a poll. Hard Let's disagree. take a poll and I bet it will be 99% yes, that's the way it should be. Whatever. Just continue. Tell me what you were going to say. I can't believe that she like seemed to assume that he was just going to do it. And she's assuming because her parents did it. That's never a good idea. Never think that, that you're going to somehow magically replicate your parents relationship or anyone else's relationship that you see if you want something you have to ask for it and not just assume it's going to happen and get mad when the other person doesn't mind read that you want it i agree with that because i hate that when people in relationships get upset and they're upset because the person didn't do something but the person didn't know however there is also a set should also be a sense of like initiative happening like It's just like a birthday. You shouldn't have to remind someone it's your birthday. It's not like a birthday. You shouldn't have to remind someone to get a cake because you don't want to get your own cake. You know what I mean? No, I do not. If it's obvious the child can't do anything, or maybe if the child wasn't a month, if the child was one, maybe like hold the kid's hand or the kid like does a little bit of painting and be like, this is what the kid did. You can't (laughs) even do that. Like... I agree that that would... Put some paint on the baby's hand and, like, get her to do a hand trick or something. That would be nice and cute and blah, 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 blah. It's fine if he wants to do that. such a man in this situation. I think that she... By getting mad at him... She didn't get mad. She got upset. Oh, my God. She got upset that he was, like, totally dismissive. Did... Not only did he end up saying he wasn't doing it, he's basically saying things like, you're not my mom. He's being a child. <laughs> you're not my mom. She should be doing it. She's one month old, you fucking dick. Like, <laughs> you're not my real mom. That's so the storm's good. out the room. I am your mother. Give if me back know, my son. You know. If you know, you know. <coughs> In my throat. <laughs> <laughs> That'll happen. Okay. If. Look. <laughs> Look at me. At me. You must look. At me. 
You must look. Swear to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, I, let, I'll just say this. I would I would say 10% everyone sucks in this situation. And that's the best I can do for you. You know, so if we had a kid and our kid was like one or whatever and Father's Day came around and no nothing happened, it was just a normal day. I mean, this is crap asking you because you don't even really like birthday stuff. So. Yeah, that's true. But no, I wouldn't expect you to do anything and I wouldn't get mad when you didn't do anything. And what if your kid never got you anything for Father's Day because they didn't know it was a tradition they should be celebrating? Oh, because they didn't see mom get yeah. me something for Father's yes. Day? They'd be confused if mom got me something oh, for Father's Day. Oh, fuck off. I, I, <laughs> this is why I picked this one, I think, because I knew that you were going to have such a different reaction So you baited me. me into it. No, but we want to have like... Entrapment. We don't want to just be sitting here the whole time going, yeah, that person sucks. Okay, well, we didn't do that in this one. I think this, but you know, I think he sucks because even if they end up deciding that he's not comfortable having that responsibility, the way he went about it was shit. He actually says it's her response, the, the child's responsibility, yeah. and he actually says you're not my mom. <laughs> that's not a good, which is a shitty, horrible thing. <laughs> that's to not say. a good look. I'll admit <clears throat> he does sound like a bit of a baby. I'm not gonna lie. He does, yeah. But even if he is a fucking man child, it doesn't change the fact that she should not have assumed. No, she shouldn't. But that that's not worse than him being a dick. That's why I say everyone sucks. I think she doesn't suck at all. Because she didn't fly off the handle and get mad and be like, it's a deal breaker, you have to do this or you're not fucking getting this. And she points to her pussy. Okay. Don't be grotesque. Grotesque. This is not the time or the place. I guess. Okay, this was a short one. You're telling me we're not part of the pussy squad? We'll decide it. The pussy posse. Oh, mean. whatever. God, you almost got it. But you Leo, just, it please right let me there. in. It was right there. We, we can reform. <laughs> it could be Pussy Posse 2.0. He's still in his fucking, yeah. I was reading about that a few weeks back. Yeah, we were. I couldn't believe it was a real thing. <clears throat> I really could yeah, not. Yeah, because we, I, watched, I watched the documentary about the movie that he was in with yeah. his Pussy Posse. What is it called? Where what's... it was like, what's it called? Dom's Plum. Yeah. And it, it was like this, when Leo was first like starting out, he had just got like Titanic and stuff, um, and he was already like a teen heartthrob type. Him and some of the pussy pussy people and some other people made a movie called Don's Plum, and the movie was basically improvised. Yeah, it was just them being them. Them being utter cunts. Yeah. Um, they say horrible things like I'll fucking stab the waitress and all these horrible things, and talk about fat fat people and it's just really it's gross and because it's like improvised obviously there's like people who could say well that's just how they think or whatever anyway they ended up like trying to like stop the movie coming out because they wanted to didn't want it to take sure. yeah and they did it never came out but they no i i read that it didn't they stopped it from coming out in the u.s and canada but it's still yeah but it never got traction it oh, never okay, got like it never blew up because it didn't come yeah. out. In. The funniest... It's out there now. It's yeah. on YouTube. The funniest thing that I read was... I mean, if you look at a picture of the, the guys that were in this so It was mostly Tobey Maguire's fault. Tobey Maguire, as everyone knows, is a piece of shit. Yeah. If you see Molly's game and read the backstory, yeah. that gives you a little insight into the type of guy that he was. But anyhow, if you look at a picture of the guys that were in the Pussy Pussy, 
they're exactly the type of guys you'd expect to be in something called the, the Pussy Pussy. Pussy. Yeah. But what really made me laugh was I was reading this long, long form article from back in the day, I think it was, that was describing it. And one the story that really I read made, the same the same one. Yeah. There's like a famous Yes. And then piece. there's another one there's a more recent one from a few years ago that kind of like recaps stuff in a shorter way. Anyhow, the funniest story I read was Leo and some other guy were flirting with this actress who they knew had a boyfriend or husband or whatever, basically doing it in like a really blatant confrontational way. Like we can flirt with your girl right in front of you and you won't do anything. Mm. And the guy wasn't there. And obviously then the girl went home and told him what happened. He called up the, the, the fucking guys or whatever and was basically like, what the fuck are you doing? And then the guy on the phone was like, you know, shut the fuck up, motherfucker. You won't do anything about this. And then the guy went down to the restaurant that they were all hanging out at and basically like was there to kick some fucking ass. That just really made me laugh. The idea that they were like on a on a group phone call being like, you fucking punk. The, you won't do anything. You're a loser. And then he just comes down there and just beats their ass. The rest of that story is that they went outside and one of them hit the guy. Leo punched him in the throat, apparently. Yeah. Sucker punched him in the throat. And that woman was Elizabeth Berkeley from Saved not, by the Bell and familiar. Showgirls. That's you I just find know. it so funny that he was so not scared of them that he was willing to go down and confront yeah. like six guys and basically being like, I don't give a fuck, I'll beat your ass anyway. Isn't it weird that Entourage is based off the Pussy Pussy and one of the actual Pussy Pussy people is in Entourage as one of the Pussy Pussy? Sure. That's like some Small fucking world. meta like... It is, yeah. Oh, imitating life, imitating shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's move on. Okay. Would I be the asshole if I donated the money my son's earned to charity instead of giving it to him as punishment for his abhorrent racist behaviour? <clears throat> okay. So his kid earned money. Yeah. And now his kid did some racist Yeah, shit. I get it. Okay, so tell me the full... Okay. The full con. I reserve judgment for the moment. Okay. My 14 year old son recently caused a huge disruption in class. Because of the quarantine, all my son's classes have been moved online. Early this week, during one of his classes, he made a disgusting racist comment in his class's Zoom chat. Oh, Zoom. Yeah. You've become a part of the vernacular. The teacher of his, the teacher of his class is a young African American woman. During class, a student who, according to the school, was also African-American, asked the teacher a question. While she was answering, my son posted in the chat, Fuck, when will these dirty N-word just shut the fuck up? Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah. Apparently, he'd been messaging a friend over Discord during class and accidentally posted in the Zoom instead of a private message. The class immediately went, into an uproar, blah, blah, blah. Sure. Suffice to say... Can you imagine... Mo- I would love to have the video of that moment. Yeah. When just he like realises everyone Everyone is- reading it and yeah. just, like, screaming but and him, hor- like, going white as a sheet. But horrible for the teacher and the, yeah, the other kids. Uh, no doubt. Suffice to say, me and my wife... Oh, it says... The teacher has gone to the administration about this with an external recording of the class that included the chat log. He is now facing administrative action. Suffice to say, me and my wife are absolutely disgusted and ashamed. We've tried to teach him that these things are wrong, but also respect his privacy and not look at his private conversations with his friends. He's 14, remember? Okay. Um, blah, blah, blah. 
Because of the message he sent, my he sent my wife forced him to let her view his Discord logs, and according to her, they are filled with racism and homophobia. My son's birthday is coming up in three weeks. Because of all this, we've decided that he has lost any presents that we were planning to give him. This year, he had asked for a switch. We made an agreement with him that if he earned $200 by working extra chores, we would match it and buy him the Switch with a few games. Well, along with taking away his computer, we have decided that we will also be taking the money he has earned and donating it to charity. When we told him this, he freaked out, claimed we were stealing his money <laughs> and that what he did was not a big deal. Taxation is theft. Let's say it's actually their money that they gave him <laughs> for doing chores. Or that, yeah... It didn't take long for the rest of the family to hear about this. My parents are livid and saying I'm being completely unfair by taking his money away and saying this is some form of child abuse. My oldest daughter has told me that I'm overreacting. <laughs> wait, wait. Are the parents like... The grandparents. David Duke and fucking Laura Ingram? Yeah, I don't know. Ingraham? How do you, I don't know. I'm not say, sure. I, I think it's Ingram. Taking the money he earned away is... Assholeish. My wife has also started to sour on the idea and says that we should just give him the money. I disagree. So it's really only the dad who's like, yeah. no, he needs real punishment. He's the lone virtuous yeah. standout. So obviously I think, no, he's not the asshole. Yeah, I totally agree. What the kid did is absolutely fucking disgusting and apparent. I think if he wants to, he needs to do the dad I mean, ideally, both the parents, but I think that they need to do something extreme. Drastic, they yeah. need to really, like, shunt him off this wrong path that he's on. Yeah. I think, yes, it's a, it's difficult in that they promised him if he did something, they would give him something. Yeah. And it's not good to, to then renege on that. But, but he's got to face real consequences. Yeah, I think... And, the, and there's little consequence when you're already in lockdown. Yes. So you have to find something drastic. You can't ground him. He's already... He's already yeah. grounded. I would say they are justified in doing this. Me too. And probably much more. He's been a little scumbag. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets expelled from the school. Yeah. That's 14 insane. is old enough to know this is yeah. wrong. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um. Yeah, he's been a little piece of shit. And yeah. he needs real... Um. Tangible consequences yes. that will affect him yes. so that he can see that this kind of behavior is wrong. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I can't believe the... I mean, obviously, they're of, the rest of his family are probably just having to deal with his tantrums and stuff, and that's why they're souring, but, like, I may, yeah, I don't know. But I think he needs to just hold his ground and, like, take it away, especially because... It's their money to begin with yeah. as well. It's not like it might be slightly. No, I would still say take away the money, but I could see how you could at least have an argument if he was like, if he was a bit older and he had a part time job. And it, and that, he, yeah, it's his money. And that's money. where the money came from. Because then it really yeah. would be kind of stealing. But, um, <laughs> he takes the, them to small claims court. Yeah, but the I don't. Yeah, I think this dad is, like, really yeah. in the right here. I Especially because it's not just a one-time incident. They found yes, all these other yes, conversations yes. about... Yeah, I, I really... He's clearly become a hateful little piece of shit. Yes. That, like, needs... They need to... We both completely agree they need to do something extreme 
Something that's really going to yeah. shake him to... I, they need to do more than just not buy him. I feel bad for calling a kid a piece of shit, but like, he was being racist. He used so. the N-word uh, yeah, to a s- schoolmate. I mean, yes, he didn't mean to do it, but he doesn't, doesn't change. It's horrible, It doesn't yeah. change anything. And you could just... That kind of like... Just like sneaky vol behavior yeah. of like doing it while they're actually like in class. I know. Like, what? It's just disgusting. You got to snip that in the the bird. Yeah. I he's got. I think they've got to. They've got to do a lot more than just not buy him a switch. Yeah, it I think needs they need to, to be... find like actual active punishments for yeah. him. And I think they need to pray that he doesn't get expelled from the school. Yeah, Jesus. Like I, yeah, I. The kid is the asshole here. Yes, the, par- the kid is the To be honest, the par- the grandparents the who grandparents, are like, they're also yeah. assholes. That's probably might be their age. Obviously, we don't know background of like, where are you from? What? How old are you? Sure. Pa- you know, we don't need to. You know what this story reminded me of? I don't know if you saw this new story, but there was a big kind of like hullabaloo about it. A, a family that owns a restaurant or something like that in America, their 14-year-old kid tweeted some racist shit. Years ago, mm. people found that stuff and then came after the guy and his family and his restaurant, and he ended up losing the restaurant. Like the people wouldn't, the people who owned the the building or whatever revoked his lease. Mm. And well, like, that's up to them. They own... yeah, but it's like you can't. There can't be collective punishment for what this kid did. Like yes, you can say the parents are responsible for the kid to a certain extent. But oh, it wasn't this guy's restaurant. It was the parents. Yeah, it was the parents. Oh, they were the parents of the kid. Yeah, that's who, different. I think. Yeah, that, it, yeah, because you can't. I mean, yes, obviously there are families where that kind of hateful stuff runs through everyone. Sure. But there are also families where it's like just the parents, or it's just the kids, yeah. or it's just the grandparents. So I don't think you can. And it might be that they don't even like have contact with the kid. Like the kid, it was like a fourteen-year-old. That's what I mean. But you said it was years later. I don't know the particulars of the story, but my my point being, like, if the if the family then comes out, the parents come out and apologize and basically were like, "I can't believe our kid did this. We're really gonna like set them straight. I'm sorry for anyone that's offended." Blah blah blah. Like, I hate that. I'm sorry for any. No, I'm sorry I offended you is the right. Sure, sure. Got to be an active apologer. Yeah. <laughs> Apologerer. Apologizer. Apologerister. Um, yeah, I just saw that story and I was just like, man, like to, to res- for that to result in the family, the parents losing their restaurant, it just, it left mm. a bad taste in my mouth. Like, Unless maybe you had evidence that they. Now you're just fanciful. I don't know. Because, like, in this situation, the dad is clearly not racist. He wants to, like, get this behavior and attitude, like, out of his kid. And he wants the kid to have real consequences. Anyway. You know, while we're on this topic, can you imagine what it's like for these kids that are doing, like, Zoom Zoom classes? I was thinking about the other day, like, how weird it must be. I don't know how you get serious. Yeah. Because especially at first, I'm sure it was giggly and like... Because you could also have another browser window open and just be looking at stuff. You could have a game window open. You could have the Zoom window on one side of the screen and a game on the other side. Yeah, I don't know. It's almost pointless. I guess as long as you turn in the work at the end of it, it probably doesn't matter what you're doing. And just the amount of like 
pranks and like silly shit that kids are doing to try and distract yeah the teachers. i saw like them changing the backgrounds sure. and stuff and like trying to like show pretend that they're glitching right but then i saw a funny one where a guy replaced like was very still and he just replaced his video feed with a screenshot of him sitting there and no one noticed <laughs> this was very funny okay let's go on to the next one then okay tap your microphone down while you're there I really give me the goods. Am I the asshole for not wanting my girlfriend to bleed all over the sheets again? Oh boy, can I preemptively yeah, check out me- of this one? No, can you give me your? Um, I reserve judgment. You don't want to. You don't fall on either side. No, I'm. I'm willing to hear. <clears throat> of course, you are. If she turns out to be a purposeful free bleeder, however, I will. I will judge harshly. But you just read the story. You read I don't the... think I like Well, that's too bad. This. When you share in a bed with someone, you've got to make concessions. Now read the goddamn thing. Okay. My girlfriend gets a heavy period the first two to three days. I have nothing against periods. They're na- <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> They're natural. And if we... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. We all wave you to weigh in and say whether they were wrongful or not. They're natural. And if leaks happen, they happen. However, the past two periods she's had, she refuses to put on a pad at first, even when she's felt them come both times. Both times we were in bed, lazing or trying to sleep, and she's like, oop, think that's my period. And when I said, oh, go get a pad or check, she's like, nah, I'm lazy and fell asleep. We woke up to the bloodiest mess. I'm like, dude, do you know... I, don't, I doubt it was the bloodiest mess sure. for a start. It was probably like an egg-shaped amount of blood. It wasn't like the scene <clears> in <throat> The Shining. Yeah. Second time... It wasn't that... like the scene in the Blade, in Blade where they're in the nightclub uh, and the blood comes from the sprinklers. It wasn't like Carrie when she fucking... It wasn't like... <laughs> we I don't mean the period films. scene either. I mean the, sure, the yeah. scene when she gets blood. Second time last month, pretty much a repeat happened. We were cuddling. She's like, oop. That's Steph, my period, but I'm too lazy. I remember does, the... does it say oop without an S? Yeah, it says oop. Like I don't think you can use that singular. That's a thing now. Just like one I don't oop. know if you've seen that, but that's a thing. Oop. There's also OP. Oop. AKA overpowered in video game yeah, jargon. That's not what it means. I remember the month before and offered to get her pads and new underwear, and she's like, nah, it's fine. Wouldn't let me get up. It wasn't fine. She bled all over <laughs> me and the sheets. And when I got squeamish and tried to put them in the wash immediately, she laughed and says it's normal and pads feel uncomfortable anyway. Yesterday I put my foot down. It's near period time again and I told her to put on a pad in advance. She I said so I, she said they're uncomfortable, so I said okay. If she feels if she feels it come and she isn't asleep, to please put on a pad or something immediately. She first laughed at me. I'm losing my spot. Sorry. She first laughed at me and said I was being a baby. Then when I insisted, said I was being a misogynistic asshole and now won't talk to me because I'm being apparently a baby about her period. I just don't want to wake up in a bloody mess again. Am I being unreasonable? First of all, he's clearly exaggerating a (laughs) bloody mess. Because even if you have a really heavy period, one night's worth of bleeding isn't going to... Her whole side isn't going to be covered in blood. That's not really how it works, dude. 
<clears throat> so she's not going to look like a gunshot victim. No, she's not. Yeah. I mean, this is an open and shut case. <laughs> Go ahead. Judge Ryan presiding. Go ahead. She is the asshole. Okay, why is she the asshole? Because he taught... I thought it was going to end with him not having talked to her, in which case I would be like, she's not really the asshole because she doesn't know you have a problem with it, really, and you haven't done the right thing by going and communicating this to her. But he went to her and said, it bothers me, please do put on a pad and stop this from happening, and she called him a misogynist, yeah. a.k.a. she's the asshole. Is she the asshole because she's bleeding in the same bed as him and he doesn't like it? I think, well, first of all, I think you could argue that she's she's asshole-like by doing it without consulting him first, by just being like, he'll be fine with it. I don't think that's okay. Yeah. I think it's the type of thing where you should at least be like, are you okay with Explain this? Explain why it's not okay, though. I mean, it's self-explanatory. No, you need to explain why it's Because it's, not it's okay. like spilling bodily fluids into a bed that you're sharing with someone else generally you want to get some kind of like okay for that yeah it's like consent it's consent yeah, it's like if you were like run that by him if you were like a i don't know what's it what could be an equivalent let's not try to search around for All right. well, equivalent. either way i think if you're sharing a space with someone there needs to be a discussion yes it can't just be... I'm not saying he has to give consent for you to free bleed. He does. But he... In his No, because she could free bleed, bleed around the house. What I mean is like... Uh, what I mean is like... A lot of the time when you free bleed, it's not necessarily this like dripping mess. Yeah, I, okay. It can just be like... It doesn't even come through to your clothes. I get that. Therefore, no one even needs to know about it. Okay. So like, I think if it's going to be a situation where like... It's going to get on things that you share or it's going to be somewhere where that other person is like in the bed. Then there needs to be a discussion because each person has to give consent for what's happening. Yes. Um, I don't think he sounds like a misogynist. I think it's I think it's normal. I don't think he sounds like he's even saying periods are disgusting. I've seen he said periods are okay, they're natural. That's what I'm... <laughs> he gave them his, like... Because you do sometimes... stamp of, of approval. You do some, some see a lot of stupid shit on Reddit sure. where men don't understand A lot periods. of it is, like, 13-year-old boys, though. They don't understand periods and they think it's, like, the grossest thing sure. known to man. But at the same time, yeah, so I think I don't think he comes across as that type of person. Um... And he even tried to, like, make her more comfortable by getting things for her and stuff. I think she was being unreasonable in that, like, it got on him and he said he was uncomfortable and mm. she didn't respect that. Yes. Um, I mean, all this is assuming that, I mean, this is true for all the ones we're going to do. We're really just getting, like, his version of it that makes no, him yeah. seem... No, yeah, and obviously yeah. everyone exaggerates and makes himself look yes, good. Yes, of course. We don't know if he really was that nice. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he might not have been. Sure. But we have to just go off of what the information yeah. we have. I, yeah, I don't know where we want to go with this. Yeah, so we I, go to many I also, places. I love that you chose this one. Like, I could just imagine that you were like, oh. I was. I was teeing at some of the ones I chose. Yeah, I bet you were. Because I just knew that it was going to like, you know. Okay, well, we're on the same page on this one. I sometimes, like, in the past, I don't get periods now because of my implant. I have the contraceptive implant. And um, 
But when I did get periods, for a little bit, I did start, when you're like extremely light, like as in you only know the stuff there when you touch the tissue to it, if you know what I mean, it's not coming through your clothes, I would go without a pad because I didn't need one. And when you've had a period already, I get them for like eight days sometimes. And I don't like tampons. I know sure. this is a TMI for a lot of people, but that's where we are. Sure. You don't want to get that toxic shock syndrome. After wearing a pad for eight days and eight nights, it it can get very uncomfortable. It's like a Hanukkah miracle. So if you're very... <laughs> So if you're very light, for me, I'm comfortable doing that. But some people are comfortable free bleeding even when they're really heavy and that's okay with them. I think if you're in a situation where you have a partner and you're sharing a space, you have to have a conversation. Um, Am I allowed to have an opinion on free bleeding? Because I have a pretty strong one. I think you're allowed to have an opinion in terms of like your partner. I can't and just have an opinion on other people's behavior. What are you going to say? I'm going to say that it's gross and unhygienic. Okay. Okay. I think, I think, I think to an extent you're not allowed to have an opinion. <laughs> I like how you let me say it and well, then you shut me down. What do you want? Because you don't know what it's like. No, I don't. But I don't know what a lot of things are like, but I can still imagine and I can still envision and I can empathize and I can have an informed That's opinion. That's true. But I also think that, well, I guess what I mean is, your opinion doesn't have much value. <laughs> <laughs> In the fucking, when the matriarchy gets together at yeah. its uh, conclave and or, decides menstrual related issues. Or just anyone who menstruates. Sure. Yeah. Um, That's true. So, yeah, I don't know. It's up to you. Take that, J.K. Rowling. It's a, yeah, for fucking. Wow. That's a, com- a longer conversation a for a longer time. She's not great. Um, I was never a Harry Potter fan so I'm fine that has nothing to what but some people are like it's ruined for me forever which I understand I guess but I'm glad I wasn't a Harry Potter fan meanwhile they watch Pirates of the Caribbean with fucking Johnny Depp oh come on now yeah it basically comes down to it's a personal decision and if you have a partner and you share a bed it's a conversation yes everything should be a conversation. Yes. It Almost shouldn't just everything. Be, it shouldn't just be, I'm doing it yeah. and you've got to like... If you're doing something that affects your partner, you should probably have a conversation yeah. with them. And that's not a conversation. One second. Bring it up. And I don't mean that by you have to get permission. I mean, you have to have a conversation. Yes. You have to consult. Yes. You have to yeah. talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Next one. Am I the asshole for yelling at my husband for eating the wrong cookies? Okay, I'm going to reserve judgment. Okay. This is some petty ass nonsense. <laughs> this is how it starts. That's not my words. Okay. This is it. I like the self-awareness. I, 37, female, made fancy cookies for a friend's birthday this past week. The amount of planning that went into these cookies was silly, to be honest. <clears throat> Slowly but surely, I collected the ingredients I needed to annoying-ass grocery and Amazon orders and miraculously had everything I needed to make the cookies on time for my BFF's birthday. Baking them was also a hassle. 
I had to bake them in small batches in order to correct the dough until I got the perfect cookie. So I'm running back and forth to the kitchen for hours while also taking care of my 10-month-old son. I made extra cookies because my hubby has a sweet tooth. How much do you hate the word hubby? I do. It also makes me think that they're British because yes, they say very much hubby. So. Hubby, 38, male. Make it stop. Comes home from work and is super excited that I made cookies. I tell him how hard I've been working on these tricky ass cookies and tell him very specifically that there are six cookies that he must not eat that are perfect <laughs> in size and shape and decoration and will be given to my BFF. I tell him this twice because I can't stand the thought of having to deal with more cookie decorating. I even separated the off-limit cookies from the rest so it's obvious which ones are not meant for him. He nods in acknowledgement. That evening, he's back and forth, in and out of the kitchen, eating cookies, getting chocolate on the fucking sofa as he eats them. At some point, I check on the perfect six gift cookies to see if the decorations have set. And what's this? One of the six gift cookies to see... Sorry. One of the six quarantined cookies is missing. I asked Hobby why he ate one of the special cookies and he laughed. <laughs> oh, honey, the other cookies were too big. I just wanted one last small cookie, is what he said. <laughs> what a fucking dick. My God. <laughs> yeah. I was only a little mad at first, but kind of shocked. I told him, I can't believe you just did that when I asked you not to twice. What the fuck, dude? His reaction, it's not a big deal, sweetie. Are you really going to be upset over a cookie? There are so many cookies left. Just use one of the others or give her five instead of six. At that point, I got a little angry. I told him that I wanted an apology and that he was being inconsiderate. He rolled his eyes at me and apologised sarcastically and muttered that he would sleep on the couch tonight because we're arguing about cookies now. He said I was being immature for arguing with him about cookies. He gives me the silent treatment for the rest of the night and slept on the chocolate-stained sofa. Now I'm fucking pissed and confused. Am I an asshole because I made a big deal out of the stupid cookie situation? She made those six special cookies like a forbidden fruit. Yeah. And he couldn't resist. He's a fucking dick. Yes, he is clearly the asshole here. She told him that they were off limits. She even made extra, extra co- ones for <laughs> him. I mean, this is this is as black and white as you can get. Yeah. I would I would go so far as to say divorce him. Yeah. And state Pretty this much. is the reason in the divorce papers. Do you know what it is? Do you know what's infuriating in situations like this is that He's like, it's about cookies. It's not about cookies. It's about how you didn't listen or you listened, but you decided it wasn't a big deal. You took what she had said and the cookies that she had made and you threw them to the side and decided it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I eat the cookie because what I want is more important and they're only fucking silly cookies. And it doesn't matter that she spent silly amount of hours cooking them, but they're silly cookies and who cares? I'm going to eat them. But what a cunt. <laughs> I would go so far as to say he's a cunt. That's probably That fair. kind of like immature, dismissive behavior yeah. is so infuriating. Yeah. I totally concur, honestly. I think it's not... It's not a good omen for their relationship. I have a current, the current state of it all going forward that he thinks that A, he can dismiss her when she tells him certain things are like off limits or like 
you know, please don't eat this or please don't do it's this. It's about respect. Yes. He didn't respect her time and, and then effort. to like belittle it and be like, it's only cookies. Yeah. Like, who cares? Like, you're, it's it's like he's trying to gaslight her to be like, you're the one who's crazy. Yes. Because you're, you're the, the one, one who's, who's making a big deal cookies. out of this. Yeah. I, yeah, he is definitely a mega asshole. Um, yeah. Consult match.com, I would say. Yeah. So, like, see what your options are. Also, I want to know. Uh, I kind of want to see a picture of these cookies now. <laughs> I want to see what kind of like magical, you know. What a baby as well. I didn't eat the big cookie that you made especially for me because I only wanted a small cookie. So I ate the small cookie that you labored over and that was for your best friend. Break the cookie in half, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with you? You have no control. Yeah. <clears throat> The fact that she had to get ingredients from multiple places is very, like... I think this was early in quarantine. Right. So it was one of those situations where things probably weren't available. I saw one person on Instagram who was trying to, like, make stuff, and she said that she hadn't been able to get flour for, like, six yeah, weeks. Yeah, I've heard everything related to making bread yeah. has been, like, has been a run on it. Yeah. People really like the idea of, like, making bread at making home right now. Making their own stuff, yeah. Have you ever had homemade bread? No. I think I had it one time. I mean, time. I had it homemade in that, like... What's homemade? Like, no, I've never had Made it, it from yet. scratch in a bread maker. No, but that's what you get when you go to a bakery, so. Right, but it's homemade, so it's different. No, I've never had it. Have you? Okay. Yeah, I think I had it one time. I think we knew someone who had a bread. If was I remember your grandpa? Correctly. No, my, my grandfather was a baker by profession, though, and he would sometimes bring home baked treats, but I, cut, I was so young at that point that I don't remember it very yeah. well. The other thing he would bring home, this is how poor we were at certain points he would bring home the uncooked dough for me to use as play-doh yeah because officially branded play-doh is expensive did you ever like make stuff and then put it in the oven yeah you'd make it into a structure and then bake it and it would be Be like the play-doh had hardened so yeah that's cute it is very cute uh tap your microphone down do you want to go on to the next one yeah Am I the asshole for taking a three-hour nap every afternoon and expecting my husband to look after the kid and only wake me up for emergencies? First of all, a three-hour nap is quite a long nap. It's borderline a mini-sleep. I would go so far as to say. But continue. Pray tell. My husband, 38, and I... Why do they always say the ages? They do, because sometimes it's really relevant. I, it's almost because sometimes relevant. someone comes in talking about the relationship when they're eighteen, and knowing that they've only gone out with the person for a month, right. it kind of like casts things differently. It's like you're early in the relationship, dude. You don't need this, whatever. I'm seventy four. <clears throat> he's twelve. Yeah. Well, that changes a lot. And sometimes they're talking about like, is he being controlling or abusive? And then you realise like he's forty five and oh. she's seventeen. Right, like sure. it's not great. Okay, my AKA hus- Renesme syndrome. Hey. Resume. <laughs> my husband, 38, and I, 34 female, have been married for five years. We have a four year old daughter and a three month old son. Our son has a health condition and needs to be fed every 40 to 80 minutes. I work in IT and can easily work from home and generally make my own schedule. My husband works from 6am to 3pm. I get up every night to feed our son so my husband can sleep. I drop so she gets up every 40 minutes to feed her son, which means she doesn't really sleep. Um, 
You know what she needs? We have like an automatic feeder for our cat. She, he's a baby. I know, but have... Have, have a, it attached to him. A con- so can- <laughs> like a camelback tube going into his mouth that yeah. just like squirts liquid every so often. He needs like a contraption hanging over his crib. Yeah. Where every 40 minutes it like lowers a robot arm with a bottle for him to suck. just sprays him with milk and hopes some goes This is mouth. a million dollar idea. <laughs> Hi, sharks. I'm offering 2% of my business for $400 million. <laughs> We're at a prototype stage, but I don't have it with me. <laughs> I get up every hour at, at night to feed our sons so my husband can sleep. I drop our daughter off at kindergarten in the morning and then work and look after our son. I obviously don't get much sleep during the night, so I've started to go to sleep from 3.30 to 7. So this means this is the only time she gets uninterrupted sleep every day and every night. And I made it clear that I am not to be woken up unless it's an emergency. My husband looks after the kids and cooks tea while I'm asleep and at 7 we all eat. After that we take turns reading stories to our daughter at bedtime. She's usually down for the night at 8. Then my husband and I have us time from 8 to 9.30, which is when he goes to sleep. After that, it's only me looking after our son so my husband can sleep through the night. I usually, So he only takes care of the children for three hours a day. <laughs> right, okay. Okay. That's when he exclusively takes care of them, though. No. But throughout the day, yes. he might contribute. No, he's at work in the day. Right, but at other time, in the mornings and at night. No. She said she gets her kids ready for school. Okay, but I'm sure he does. He's not like he, he takes locked turn, away in a closet. He takes it in turn to read the story to his kids. I think he does more than that. Okay, you, know, you don't know have... that, though. That's not the information <laughs> we've been given. Okay. Um, I usually do some more work and then go to sleep, but obviously very interrupted since I get to have to get up every hour. My husband has started complaining recently. He doesn't think I should sleep in the afternoon because during that time child carries on him completely. Um, he wants some time to relax when he gets home. But the thing is, I need a few hours of un- uninterrupted sleep to other- so otherwise I'll go crazy. Our son will most likely outgrow his condition and should be able to live a normal toddler life by the time he's 18 months. I can't possibly not sleep for another year and three months, though. My husband isn't happy. That's a dark way for it to end. This is an outrageous, like, this is like a classic, like, that kind of, like, classic male, like, but I've just got in from work. I'm like, well, the mum never stops working. When she's actually working, she's also taking care of the kid. When she's not working, she's taking care of both kids. She has to feed this child every 40 minutes. Can you imagine? A man would never fucking survive that shit. And I don't care. You can come for me all you want. <laughs> like, a man would never. Hashtag misandrious. Whatever. Um. Okay, so... Your thoughts? Yeah, he is definitely being an asshole. I mean, there's no question about it. It's a this whole... is like divorce material. Yeah, we were joking about it before, but this is like a real like the fact she is so overloaded and yeah. overworked and just overwhelmed. And I mean, it's your fucking kid, dude. Like, yeah. you should be willing to do a little bit of self sacrifice. Forget about your wife. I mean, you should be willing to self sacrifice for your wife. Because this is the woman that you supposedly love and you want to spend the rest of your life with. But your kid, you're not willing to like shoulder that extra responsibility for three hours a day. That says, that's an indictment of him as a father Mm. and as a man. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. 
That I mean, you know, yeah. I can't. It's definitely. I would say that that is grounds for like a serious, a serious rethinking of the relationship. Yeah. Maybe go into like couples therapy or something, because that shows that he is like take not only takes you for granted, but is like sees that you are suffering and are unhappy and doesn't feel compelled to try and like mm. help alleviate it. Exactly. It's a case of like, I just got in from work. I need me time. Forget that you've been here all day and that when I get to go to sleep uninterrupted, you have to wake up every 40 minutes. Sure. Like, what the fuck, dude? Like, who can, like, who can see that happening in their own house and not help more? Like, why can't... If she's breastfeeding, like... Couldn't she pump and he get up and feed the kid? No, because he's got to work. But she has to work too. I guess she said some more stuff in the comments. Okay. Because someone, the top comment was, let's review. Someone had compiled some stuff. You work 20.5 hours a day. He works 12.5. You sleep 3.5 hours a day. He sleeps 7.5 hours a day. Um, she also said his mother doesn't like me very much because I chose to keep working after we had our daughter but when I make 150 grand and he makes 50 I can't really be a stay at home mom my husband doesn't like my family this is where it gets worse my husband, well, so she makes 150 grand working at home he could not work that's a wage where he could not work what kind work. of job does she have is she like she's a- IT she's something in IT He doesn't like my family, so I can't have them help me out. That's disgusting. (laughs) Even if you hated them, you need to just get over it. Um, He doesn't work a hard eight-hour shift. He's a personal trainer. This is where it just is laughable. I don't. This is. I don't like where this is going. He's a, no. She's just saying what I do, what he does. It's like okay, if he was like, I'm down in the mines for eight hours. I could understand a bit more. Like I have to. Okay, fair enough. But if you're just like you know, he's a personal trainer and spends a good time of his shift watching Netflix. <laughs> right. I have a full time job, not an easy one. I have a whole department I'm responsible for, and I care for the kid. Um, I suggested we get a special needs nanny for the mornings, but my husband doesn't trust strangers in the house. Right. He's just making it harder and harder for her. Yeah. I also offered him to pay him 50 grand a year to quit his job and be the stay-at-home dad. Okay. And he said no. Now, now that I have a problem with that. <sighs> Kidding. I think that is incredibly condescending. I think she's at the end of a rope. Is but when she's that doesn't make that okay. I would be incredibly insulted by that. No, I think when you're deciding who are we gonna work or are we gonna stay at home when we have kids, how are we gonna do that? And then the conversation is like, Well, I earn this much and you earn that much, so we can either both keep our jobs or you can leave your job. Yeah, she earns And then he says, I don't wanna leave my job and she's like, even if we split the money no. so that you First of all, you're like as you and I often say our money is our money in that like 
whatever money I have and whatever money not you have. Not everyone does that, though. I know, but my point is, first of all, that is how it should be if you're yeah. in a committed, I think, I think so too. long-term relationship. Second of all, yes, it's completely fair. It would have been completely fair for her to say, you know, th- this is just the facts of the situation. I earn threefold what you earn. That's just the reality. We can afford, if they can, we can afford for you to stay at home. However, that is completely different to saying, I will pay you 50 grand to stay at home. That's disgusting. Yes. I don't mean disgusting because she's offering to pay him. I'm saying it's disgusting that he would need that. I Yes, because of course. Isn't it, because if it is their money, he's going to get it anyway and he's going to get to stay at home. I. But instead, he's saying... It doesn't make him feel manly. That's what she said in the comments. He's saying it doesn't make me feel manly. So his need to feel manly is more important than the... Like, does he think that his child who has to be fed every 40 minutes is getting the best he can get when his mom has to work all hours of the day? I know, No, but he's not thinking about that. He's thinking about his male ego. Yes, this is true. However, let me say this. I think the guy is already a write-off in that I think he has shown that he is not... He is not up to the task of either being a husband or a father, frankly, based on this behaviour alone. But that doesn't mean that she was then justified in... It's incredibly belittling and insulting to basically say you can be my employee i will pay you a yearly salary to do this thing but can you imagine being in a situation where you've got to that point but where she, he won't do it no I know. Where he won't do it because he he he's not doing it because he has a responsibility to do it he's not doing it because he wants to do it he's not doing it because she needs him he's just not doing it if a last resort is like, please stay home and we will split the money or whatever. Yes, that's like a shitty situation. But can you imagine having to get to that? Having to be in a place where you finally just have to be like, okay, I'll pay you. Because that's sometimes what men are like. They're so just like. Don't generalize. I am. Must you? Yes. <laughs> because there's no need to say not all men here. You know that. It's like, this is a very male thing, I've noticed. It comes up all the time. I would say it's a masculine thing. Yes, that's what I mean, sorry. It comes up all the time in these types of threads. Or a macho thing. It's like, oh, he doesn't feel manly enough. Oh, he doesn't help enough around the house. He just wants to, like, quote-unquote, relax. He doesn't realise that kids need playing with all the time. They need help with schoolwork. They need feeding bathing they've got to take them places i've got to do lunches i've got to do the dinner i've got to clean up after the dinner i've got to do the laundry then you want me to also clean the house fuck you you piece of shit it makes me so angry this is what i have kids your mom's no shower and stone how dare you you it's, kind of fell into that cadence mom, at the end your mom ain't no shower and stone yeah, and he does yeah. this with the gun if you know you know everyone knows it was a you hit it was a hit film yeah yeah do I appreciate this fly that I see in the corner of my <gasps> eye flying around? No. no, I do not. Be gone, fly. 
We sometimes have these battles with flies. Samantha will be cooking and I'll have, we'll have the blind up in the kitchen. For and they it. always want to come in as soon as you open the yeah. blind. Yeah, and then we have these giant flies come in. And then sometimes you can kind of herd them back out the window. Yes. It's like they know what the window is and yeah. are willing to go back out if you shove them that way. Yeah. I think if we lived in a really big place, it would be hot. But since this room is so small, it's like if you just we both just stand there waving our yeah. arms around, it avoids us and goes back out the window. Okay. A Alas, si- this a one cannot. A silly one. Okay. Silly, but also, you know. Am I the asshole for not wanting to train my cat to use the litter box instead of the toilet because my boyfriend doesn't like it? That so confusing cat, grammar of the that The cat sentence. uses the toilet currently. Right. And the boyfriend doesn't like it. That's fair. And she says, but I don't want to train him, train him to lose the cat litter box all of a sudden. He uses the toilet. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not, I do not look favorably on this woman from the get-go. I have hey, to Why? Just give me the spiel. No, I want you... Because it sounds like she's being an asshole. Again, Why like, is she being an asshole? Because the, the guy doesn't like it. It's the toilet. It's a cat. Okay. All the caca goes in there, so what's the, what's the problem? <laughs> right, but the cat has no concept of hygienicness. What if it poops on the seat? Someone's going to clean the seat. It's going to be like, now you have to sit on cat poop. Yeah, he's going to have to clean the seat or if he's the next will. guy. she will. But he might be the next one to use Come it. Come on now. I can't believe you're taking this woman's side. You have just said she's crazy. I, <laughs> you're now gaslighting <laughs> you me about that. calling someone what crazy. What did you say? I said that she's been an asshole. Whatever. Okay, <laughs> this is the story. Basically, my cat is trying to use the toilet. I have two bathrooms in my flat and the cat uses the guest one. It's always up. The seat's always up and clean because the cat uses it and knows how to flush it. This is, I don't, is that a thing that you can train yeah, the cat I've to seen, do? Yeah, I've seen videos. Why would you train your cat to do that? What's the point? I don't know. I clean it every day and my cat has been doing it for six years. My boyfriend just moved in with me and he hates it. Even if we have our own bathroom and barely use the guest one, he says it's disgusting and awful. Last night we had a huge fight because the cat didn't flush its poo. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe that's what made you laugh. And now my boyfriend is saying that he's going to leave if I don't litter box train my cat. But I see no point doing it since the toilet is much more hygienic. Ah! (laughs) Don't fly, he's attacking me! Okay, we might have to take a break. Okay, get it. I don't like this. You narrate the struggle. Defend me! Protect me! Don't let it land on me. I don't like it, I don't like it! Get it? You're going to have to open the blind and try to get it out. Because I don't think it's going to land. It might. Just get it away. Do you see it? It was here, but I didn't see it now. Ah! I think it just flew over my head. Keep losing it. How are you going to protect me if you keep losing it? I don't have thermal predator vision, okay? Well, you should. I think it's there somewhere. I just saw it. <laughs> you gotta find it. It's not on me, is it? I can't see it. Alright, maybe we should just give up. I see it. Did it land? You're not gonna be able to catch it, it's too big. 
That makes no sense. No, I think it's easy to catch the little ones because they move slower. This one's slow. Yeah. <laughs> get it, get it, get it. Follow it, follow it, follow it, follow it. Get it with the slipper. Did yeah. you get it? Yay! That's like what I did the other day where I hit it and it landed on the ground. Thank you, baby. Okay. I'm glad you I'm glad you got the plane. I don't want it to land on me. Scares me. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Making little hand gestures to me to talk. You gotta I'm fill with, the dead I'm air. I'm done with the fly, okay? Just come on. Okay, what was the it? The hunter returns victorious. He does, you did get it. Thank you, baby. I hit it out of the air. Yeah, that was pretty good. And it wasn't slow moving either. I had to no, use some it was like one of those fast ones that go zip zip zip. zip. Karate kid yeah. style quickness. You did it good. You did it good? That's not what I meant. I don't know what I meant. Okay. Okay, and my boyfriend is saying that he's going to leave if I don't litter box train my cat, but I see no point doing it since the toilet is more hygienic. So am I the That's asshole? clearly not true. Information, she put at the bottom. Adopted senior cat, declawed with a version of the box and bur- burring his own waste. So I guess they were already declawed. Why, why is this relevant? Because they have like an aversion because they can't bury it because they have no okay. claws. In the shelter, in order to not use the box, he would poop and pee in his own bed and sleep on it. Right. Thing that decreased his chances of getting adopted. I adopt, Indeed, I adopted him because he was in the shelter for four years. Toilet training was the only way for him. So I feel like... First of all, there's two bathrooms and they barely use the one that the cat uses. What kind of like upscale rich folk are we talking about here where they can afford to have a spare bathroom for their fucking cat? Yeah, I don't know. But like it is more hygienic in that it comes out and then it goes away. Yeah. You haven't got a litter box. I'm familiar with how toilets work. I know. But like even if you have a litter box with a cover, like a little house with a cat flap like we do, it's still more hygienic than that. Like, and you just get a, you just have some wipes by the toilet, and I you just use a wipe on the seat. I fundamentally disagree. I <sighs> think that this is disgusting and gross You're and upsetting. If I was him, I would be. I would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about? The cat needs to use but the what toilet." What if the cat doesn't? Like the information she gave at the bottom. What if the cat won't? He there's will other just types of things. litter box. There's the one. There's okay, but let's say she's tried them all. She hasn't. There's a, no, a there's an automatic little box. I don't know if you've seen it. Yes. It's like a conveyor belt where they poop on it and then it goes straight into I like understand. a baggie. But the idea is that the cat won't use the cat litter. Why? Right, but with an automatic litter box, there's he doesn't have to bury litter. it. Yes, but cats cats often won't do it if they can't bury it because they have to bury it for safety. Well, but he's doing it right now without burying it. Do you mean the cat knows the that cat flushing flushes. it gets rid of it? Yes. No. Obviously. Doesn't have the cognitive okay. ability. Based on this information, I think she's saying that all those things have been tried and you know what the cat does instead? He poops on his bed and he lies That in was it. back in the shelter. No. That might have been because of the stress You're being silly. and the anxiety You're being silly. of being in the shelter. If if 
Rudy all of a sudden had a condition where he couldn't poop in a litter box and the only way he would do it that's not just like on the floor or on the sofa or somewhere would be to do it in the toilet. You'd say do it in the toilet, wouldn't you? If it was the only way. That's what she's saying. I think that is she's a self-serving saying... guesstimate on her no. part. No. If I you have you have to go off of what they say. We're not here to like <laughs> say they're lying. We're saying the information she's given is saying that the cat can only use the toilet. Okay, if the cat can only use the toilet, they have no choice. So that makes the whole question moot, doesn't it? Yes. It means that she's not the asshole, that she's just trying to look after the cat as I best she can. I will say, though, that she's very dismissive of him raising concerns or disapproval about it. I think he seems dismissive, too, in that he's disregarding this cat's special needs. I guess. He's saying it doesn't matter. It's a cat. Make it fucking do it in the litter box. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Those types of like people sure. who don't fucking think like that. If you can train it to do it in the toilet, why can't you train it to do it out of the window? <laughs> and then there's no problem. That's w- disgusting. It's what is wrong with you? It's legal. No, it's illegal. Or at actually. least quasi legal. Horrendous. Yeah, I would say the fact that they've got two toilets definitely ameliorates the annoyance for him. And that he can just use. What is it? How does the Although cat know? She to... says that she cleans it all the time. I don't as believe well. that because a she can't always know when the cat's pooping, so she can't always get there. She hear it flush. She's the only. They're only only people in the house. She hears the. Fucking... I'm going to need to see a video of a cat doing this. I don't believe that a cat can do this. <sighs> We're not you... here <laughs> to discuss your beliefs. Okay, <laughs> we're fuck? here to talk about the facts, and the facts are. You suddenly became a lawyer. Well, I'm not really sure what you're doing. When the facts are on your side, pound the facts. When the law is on your side, pound the law. When nothing's on your side, pound the table. That's what they teach you at law school. How do you know? Because I went to law school. There's a party happening right now outside. No, there's just people playing shitty music outside in the middle of the day for no reason. It's fucking... It's not the mid... Wait. Oh my God, the screenshot... It says 7.51am and I was like, (laughs) speaking of tricking me, I woke up this morning thinking it was evening and I got really turned around. It wasn't great. I don't really enjoy recording the podcast during the day, I have to say. It's kind of, although it's not as hot today as it has been recently, it's still July, so. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't like the outside sounds. Yeah. I want to be hidden in a bubble and at night it feels like it's just us. Even though we're probably waking up our neighbours yeah, with our loud rants. I do you, do you think there is a type of toilet that has been specially modified for a cat to use? Probably, like lower yeah. to the ground yeah. and with like a big lever for the flush. Probably. I've seen crazy things that people have done like the cats, like made whole rooms into like crazy climbing things, done things in their garden, like enclosed things for their cat, like I saw a thing on TikTok the other day where the person cut just at the bedroom door. They cut like a hole at the bottom of the bedroom door and then got this cute little cat-shaped cat flap thing for them. It's just like people do these things for their pets. But it's specifically, like, like there's something about cats that really makes people gaga. I know people love their dogs, but like, what is it about cats that throughout history they've had like this weird special Because deference? they're mysterious. 
cats can be aloof and they mm. can be very mercurial. A dog will always just want your attention. <laughs> That's true. If a dog doesn't want your attention, it's ill in some way. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? Mentally or physically. You know what I mean? It might like, have depression. The dog lives for your attention. It lives for food. That's it. Sure. Cats live for food too, but not in the same way. Dogs will spend all day trying to get food. Sure. Like, it's not the same. Cats are, like, weird and mysterious, and each cat is different. Do you know what I mean? They have, like, different... Dogs have personalities, sure, but lots of dogs could have the same personality. Cats can be, like, a rainbow of different things, I feel. They could be a mix of different things. Is it weird that I don't fully understand how cats... Like, the ancient Egyptians worshipped cats. Yeah. But I don't understand how cats were in Egypt. Are cats what like... What do you mean? Cats are everywhere. But how are they everywhere? No animal is everywhere. Except cats. <laughs> but my point is, Dogs like, it makes everywhere. sense that they're everywhere now because we've exported them everywhere. But, like, 4,000 years ago, cats yeah. naturally occur- occurred as a weird word to use, but they were naturally in Egypt. Like yeah, house cats that we would recognize. Well, cats have, if you think about cats, come from like big cats and yeah. then the smaller cats and then they go to domestic cats. So maybe they did originally kind of originate in Africa. You know what I mean? Like, uh, sure. Cheetahs are closer to the domestic cat than they are big cats. And they're the only big cat that purr. Ah, interesting. So maybe that has something to do with it. Uh, you know, there's a story. So beloved are cats. There's a story about Muhammad. Mm. A cat fell asleep on his on the sleeve of his robe, and he cut off the sleeve rather than wake up the cat. That's a, that's how you do. That's that's a cat's life in a nutshell. But it, don't you feel like that's such a strange mm. thing mm. to like <clears throat> immortalize about either yourself or about someone yeah. that you revere? Back then when being strong and like warlike and like powerful was like very important for your image and for your reputation, you wanted to be seen as like a formidable person. And yet you're you're freely showing that you pay respect and like deference to a, a small furry animal. Because they worship the cat. Because the cat is good luck and it holds like this weird, I don't know. Dogs are like servants, and That's cats true. are like what? What is the word? Worshipable. <laughs> you know? That's a good point. That cat. What cats are like? I don't know what the word is. They're not like friends, but they're not like servants either. They're kind of c- companions. Also, is not yeah. doesn't quite. They cut are it. more like companions though, because they come to you. But when it's such they, a lopsided relationship. They decide when they want to come to you. They decide. A dog is always there. It's almost like when you're dating someone who's much hotter than you. What's wrong with you? Just saying. No, well, don't say anything. (laughs) I'll do the rest of the podcast alone. We'll see about that. Okay, I'm moving on to the next one. Cut her mic, guys. Who's guys? Our producers. No, there's none of that. And our sound engineer. Matthew? Yeah. (laughs) Am I the... Am I the only? Am I the asshole for being angry? My boyfriend shared a sleeping bag on his camping trip. See, 
I hope it was shared with a guy that would really like invert the traditional like yeah. expectation for this story, but I bet it's with a woman. Just think about how small a sleeping bag is. Oh, yeah, sleeping You can get like. You barely get in yourself. You sometimes. get double sleeping bags, though. It wasn't. <laughs> how do you know? Because it's his sleeper bag. sleeper bag. <laughs> what if you wanted an extra large sleeping bag no, so no. you could roll around? With the, the girl on the camping trip. <sighs> Alleged. My boyfriend of two years went on a camping trip right before all the lockdowns and quarantine measures started. He went with two girls from his college outdoorsy club that he doesn't know very well and who I've never met. I'm not going to lie, I wasn't super thrilled about that, but I didn't say anything because I, I know that... What? Because I know that was just my own insecurities getting to me. On the trip, we didn't talk much, but he did call me once and told me the trip was going well. He came back from the trip, said it was fun, and they just hiked and fished and stuff, and I was glad he had a good time. Yesterday we were cleaning the apartment and reorganising, and I pulled his sleeping bag from a closet and noticed there was a small rip in it. A hole maybe two or three inches across. I asked if he wanted me to try and fix it. He kind of dismissively said, oh, I'll just buy another. I didn't even use it on the trip. And so I asked, then how did you sleep? What a dickhead. Why did he, know, why did he, he really say that? I really walked into this one. He looked like a deer caught in headlights and tried to backtrack, but then eventually admitted he ended up sharing a bag with one of the other girls. Not one of those fancy double bags either, just a regular one. You're uncertain that. <laughs> Show me the text. Print it out and send it to me. Whatever. I'm pretty pissed because he got mad at me for sharing a king bed with my male gay friend once. <laughs> which I fuck? Which I apologised for and we agreed that bed sharing was a boundary for right. us. Right, well. We live in a warm area and it wasn't cold the weekend he went. Certainly not cold enough to necessitate sharing a bag for body heat. Is this twilight? I know. Like he says. We had to get naked for skin-to-skin contact. I know. I was scared of pneumonia. <laughs> If his bag was completely destroyed, I would have understood. Sorry, it looked like something just floated down and landed on me. I hate when that happens. Oh, no, I think Sometimes when we have the fan on, like a little piece of like dust or fluff yeah. will like gently float through the air and land Freaks on your leg or something, out, and I freak the fuck out. Yeah, because you've had spiders climb down. Let's not even... Yeah. I don't want to think about this. <laughs> um, I need a force field around me at all times. <laughs> If his bag was completely destroyed, I would have understood. But in my opinion, it was still usable. Let's put it together. (laughs) Read past the words. Hooked on phonics. You can do this. It's because you screenshot and then there's not enough, you know, um, and not bad enough to break a boundary we had established. And then he lied about it and hid it from me. Am I overreacting? He says nothing happened and I guess I believe him, but I still feel like he broke my trust somehow. Or is this not a big deal? Is this normal for camping? Am I <laughs> angry? Be, am I the asshole for being angry with him? Yeah. So this is, again, incredibly straightforward. They they had already agreed that this was a no boundary. Go, yeah. yeah. And... First of all, there's definitely questions that need to be raised about how he was, like, worried that the gay friend was going to do something. Yeah. But let's put that to to one side for a second. He had his own sleeping bag. He yeah. had his own sleeping bag. Yeah. If by some kind... And I mean, I would be suspicious of this, even if this had happened, because it's very, like, convenient. But if somehow he had gone on this trip and forgot his sleeping bag and it was cold 
the only way to like stay warm at night was to share this girl's sleeping bag, yeah. then okay, I guess it's kind of like exigent circumstances. But he just chose to get in the sleeping and bag. And also, why wouldn't the two girls share a bag and he yes. have his own? Like, because then he could have jerked off thinking about them. <laughs> Um, but like that's the most straightforward way yes. like it wouldn't be let's me and you share a bag and put our butt smush our genitals together what are they let alone opposite directions let alone we don't really no because then his dick is against their ass and it's like no opposite directions but to butt yeah I think that's gonna work ass you have to, to ass. you have to spoon yourself together to even fit so I don't think that would work yeah I guess so it's like it doesn't make sense what if they did top and tail <laughs> The bottom doesn't open. Yeah, his head's by her feet, her stinky feet. But the bottom doesn't open. I know, but he's, got a, he's got a foot fetish and he huffs her feet. <laughs> but yeah, it's not believe. Like, if you went somewhere and was like, this happened and then I had to, you'd tell me or I'd tell you. By not saying, you're proving that it means something. Yes. Or you're proving you're hiding it. That, you, that you did something that you shouldn't have been doing. Um. Especially since he was obviously being controlling slash jealous by being mad that she shared. A, she shared a bed not just with a random guy. It was her best friend. B, she's straight and he's gay. So, like, yeah. for, for some people, that's like a total, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, you know, stereotypically, it's like, it's like, you know, that's okay, but whatever. But even then, he was like, no, don't do it. So then for him to, like... People in the comments as well were like, what kind of fucking outdoors club are there where there's just this one guy <laughs> and know. two girls? That he's, they were like, this sounds like he just went on a trip with some randos so he could hook up. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I love I love the idea of him, like, if it was a real club, like, walking into, like, the club meeting room, it's just, like, two hot girls. Yeah, it doesn't like, sound real. All my Christmases have come at once. Yes. It doesn't sound real. She made an edit at the bottom and she said, going to talk with him later, but I'm pretty sure he cheated from all the responses in this thread. Probably breaking up with him regardless because of the lying and crossing his own boundary. I don't know if it's a breakable offence. It is incredibly serious, though, and she should take it serious. Yeah. I think she needs to talk to him about it at length. And he, if he doesn't show that he fully recognises the severity of the breach yeah. of trust and that he really violated the agreement they had made, then, it, again, it shows what type of person he is, and this won't be a one-off event. I think I'd feel... <clears throat> not cheated on, but I'd feel betrayed in some way. Yeah. Because not only did he lie and purposely do something that he knows he shouldn't be doing, but his body was that close with another girl presumably like not fully dressed completely sure. and or like it's intimate regardless even if you are fully dressed but like i just feel to be that like comfortable or blasé about being so close with someone when you're seeing someone and you're not in an open relationship of any kind is just i don't know i can't imagine like you coming home and be like yeah we fucking spooned <laughs> In the fucking yeah, it's like romantic almost. Yeah, it's especially being like out in the night. It and is like... strange. Sleeping bags are so small. If they're a yeah. single sleeping bag, that you you probably would have to spoon. Yeah, and like I said, why didn't the girls yeah. like you know? 
What if he had had both girls in his sleeping bag? How? At that point, she would have to just respect the hustle. No. no. Well. She needs to fucking throw his ass out. I'm just kidding. No, but she... But you're not kidding. No, I'm not. I don't know. It's like horrible. It makes me feel icky. Also, was the hole in his sleeping bag at crotch level? Because there are further questions that <laughs> need to be asked. I was going to say, like... He made, a gl- he made a glory hole in their tent. It's a two to three inch rip and you share a sleeping bag? No. Unless you, like, don't have a tent and you're sleeping outside and it's raining, the hole is neither here nor there. The hole could be, like, the size of your shin and it would still be usable. What if it's going to happen again, though, because he has sharp erections? <laughs> he poked a hole through. He has a knife Because dip. of the last trip he went on with this fucking so-called out, outdoorsy club. Sure. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> this one's funny. Slash creepy. Girlfriend wants to put a baby monitor in my house. Right. This wasn't on our mother asshole. This was just on relationship advice. Sure. Okay, so basically, my girlfriend, twenty three female, and I. Tw- let Let me just say, actually, I know <laughs> these have all been men and women. Right. I feel like it's kind of rare that you get like I don't really come across that many gay um, relationships on there. It, I'm not purposely just picking hetero relationships it's just heteronormative much it's just kind of how it worked out um, and also the straights are crazy what <laughs> okay so basically my girlfriend 23 female and i 24 male have been dating for just over four months it's been pretty good little to no arguments about anything she came over last thursday and said she had a gift for me and one for herself too i thought this was strange as it's not near any of our birthdays or anything She handed a box and told me to open it. Inside was a baby camera. Immediately, my heart started racing as I thought she was going to tell me she was pregnant, but to my surprise, she wasn't. She told me she wants to put it in my living room so we can always see each other, even when we're not together. Because it is Wi-Fi enabled through an app you can get on your phone. This is creepy. I spun some story to avoid conflict as she was only going to be at my house for the next hour or so. I told her I was too afraid of <laughs> hackers. Let's dig into that sentence. Yeah. Jesus. I told her I was afraid, too afraid of hackers getting into it and watching me. But I don't actually want to be seen at all times by my girlfriend. That's fair. She called that bluff and got angry with me, in which I asked her to leave. She did so in tears. Please note, she doesn't use Reddit, and this isn't a throwaway, but I'm not cheating, and I wouldn't, so that's not why I'm opting out. Opting out of what? Putting the camera in his house. Oh, okay. I told her I needed a few days to myself and haven't seen her since. It's Monday now. I understand both her feelings, but I don't know if I disregarded hers too much. What should I do moving forward? Did I overreact? Is this normal? Additional information. We FaceTime every night without fail. The baby monitor wasn't a cheap one. Includes automatic sound recording, motion detection, and night vision, along with 360-degree tilt and pan. Jesus. Yeah. I would say... This is not an asshole one. This is just a... I would say danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Um, I would get the fuck out of this relationship before she cuts off your feet and change you up in her basement. (laughs) To already be FaceTiming every night and she's and to be only four months into a relationship yeah. and she's like, that's not enough. I need to be able to surveil you <laughs> 24 hours a day 
even at night with my fucking night vision. Because it's not just a camera either. It's so like she can see him and it's like all this cute thing, even though that's not really cute. No, it's, it's weird. Not. It's she's going to hear phone calls, masturbating, doing the personal things that you do sure. when you're alone. It's weird. Like, it's weird even if I think you were together for, like, unless, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just weird. It just comes across as strange. One step away from, like, making him wear a GoPro around his neck. Yeah. It's like that. Oh, my God. It made me think. This is not like it at all, but it made me think because Friends is always on my mind. You know when Ross and Emily get back together and she's like, when I move there, I can know where you are at all times. And he's like. Well, you can't know you where can't I am. You can't know where I am at all or, times. Yeah. Like, it's cre- it's creepy. Like, you want to be able to, like... Because what comes next if he says yes? She's like, why Why do you do that every day? Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why did you call such and such? Why? You're, you have free time right now and you're just sitting there watching yes. TV. Why aren't we talking on the phone? Yes, yes, yes. Why aren't yes, I there? Yes. Why aren't you at my house? Like, it's it's just... A crazy like it's a slippery slope and to do this four months yeah. in is not a good indication of her yeah. she doesn't have good boundaries yeah. the fact that she got upset when you said no is like to me an incredibly bad red flag i worry that like also if this was if the <clears throat> genders were reversed there is not anyone on earth that would be like He's in the right for wanting yes, you to have a camera yeah, yeah, yeah. that follows you all the time. Of course. I, I worry that, like, she didn't, like, the kind of optimistic, uncynical part of me, like, wants to think she didn't think about the implications and it came from a good place of, like, I just want to, like, be with you all the time. It's, like, and romantic. We, yeah, but then the fact that she got upset, like she's obviously an intense person. Of I, l- I would like to think that they're not like huge red flags because she's like insane, well, <laughs> or like abusive. But it doesn't come across great. No. Like, and the fact that she got upset afterwards is like any an irrational response. It, it implies a possessiveness that I really don't think is healthy. Yeah, At that, four months yeah. in, they don't live together or anything, and just think about what it's going to be like if you moved in with her. Yeah, I mean, maybe like if she had good intentions, like maybe it was her way of like wanting to be like, I want to be with you all the time. I wish we could live together, kind of right. thing. But that's less creepy. Yeah, like saying you want to live with someone so early in a relationship is less creepy than I want to put a camera in your house and listen to every single thing that you do. I want to implant a chip under your skin yeah. and your face. You, f- you in your face. I want to know when you're smiling, and if it's not at me, it must be at another yeah. girl. That whole thing of like. You're not busy right now, but you're not responding to my messages type yeah. thing. That's dangerous, man. That's like, if you have any free time at all, it should be with me kind of thing. It's like a dangerous Do you think slope. it's okay in a relationship to turn off your read receipts on your text messages? Yes. Interesting. Because, well, in a relationship, not in like a relationship, a long-term relationship, it's not. What? No, How is that you, different? Because you just need to be honest. I think if you're just like dating, um, yeah, if you're just dating, I think it's okay to turn your, my red receipts on like my text messages are off because I don't always 
want to like look at them straight sure. away or I don't always want to like I sometimes don't have the mental energy to communicate however I do communicate that to the people that are texting me I do say sometimes I need to not communicate sure and you you know but for instance if it, if it was like a long-term relationship and you did it like that's weird why are you doing that the person hmm. should know if you're not responding that there's a good reason for it there doesn't have to be a good reason. No, you know what for I mean. There's not a nefarious reason. Yeah, well, for sh- it. of course. Like putting on that because you're like cheating or like doing something weird, that would be like a weird reason mm. to like n- not have your re- red receipts on. Yeah, but I don't think you can read into it. If someone, it, like, if I turn off my read receipts, it's not because I'm covering up an affair. No. Well, you have to. Like, if that's your automatic go-to, you have to ask why. Yes, that's true. Is it because he's giving me, they're giving me red flags, or is it my issue? Mm. Either way, you need to talk about it. Like, yeah. I just think, yeah, that's a very good point. Any particular action or moment in a relationship can kind of be like a, um, oh my God, I'm blanking on the name, the ink block test where you see what images you can decipher from it Rorschach test. yeah it's kind of like a rorschach test <clears throat> an emotional rorschach test in that if you are already predisposed to be fearful or suspicious that this person is betraying you you will then find a way to contort this otherwise innocuous thing into supporting that thesis yeah but if you if you already believe that that is the thing that you need to interrogate already you need to try and figure out why you think this might be true about that person Mm. so yeah what's the next one okay this is a back to ama the asshole ama the asshole for raining on my cousin's parade regarding the name she picked out for her baby My cousin and I are really more friends than relatives. An important note is that she's not really online much, so can be out of the loop on certain memes and jokes in internet culture, and to be honest, doesn't really understand the concept of viral internet references. I'm going to stop you there. Is she naming the kid Harambi? No. (laughs) You're obsessed with Harambi. I feel like you've never forgotten. Never forget. Never forget. You can never forget. Doesn't really understand the concept of viral internet references or how they work. She's pregnant and just found out it's going to be a girl. About a week ago, she told a gathering of her best girlfriends that she's going to name her daughter Karen. Sure. The room instantly went cold, but after an awkward silence, everyone else politely said it was lovely. I couldn't bring myself to respond. Later in the evening, when she was out of the room, everyone was immediately like, oh my God, that poor kid. And why would she pick Karen of all names? I was uncomfortable with the conversation given that everyone had been so positive about the name to her face. I thought more about it over the next couple of days and just felt really weird about the whole thing. The name is really loaded to the point it could be detrimental to the baby and she had no idea of the connotations to make an informed decision. So a couple of days later I tentatively brought it up. I told her I was excited for the baby and just wanted her to have all the information when picking a name. I then started to explain that Karen has some negative connotations and has become sort of an internet joke to describe a specific kind of entitled middle-aged woman. She instantly was furious and started talking over me saying, why are you saying this? This is so mean. 
I was really surprised by her reaction. It felt very out of character. So I immediately stopped and said, I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. I just wanted to tell you something I thought you might not know. She replied, that's the name I picked for my daughter. Are you the, Are you, you think I picked it as some kind of joke? I don't understand why you'd say something so hurtful. When she said that, I felt like it signaled that she didn't really understand what I was trying to tell her. So after agonising for a second about whether to press the issue, even though she was angry, I felt I felt like in for a penny, in for a pound. And since she was already mad, I wanted her to at least understand what I was trying to explain. I googled Karen know your meme on my phone and tried to show her the screen of results while saying, look, I'm just saying that there's more meaning to the name than you may realise. Um, she basically didn't get it, blah, blah, blah. She stormed out, drove away. My aunt and my mom have been berating me all week because she told them I made fun of her baby name. She hasn't spoke to me. And that's basically it. Um, How soon is this after the baby was born? No, the baby's not born. She's pregnant. Oh, oh. So she's got, you know. So I think the point here is like, there's there's a couple of points. Is she the asshole for informing her about this? No. I don't no, think so she's either. Not. I, I don't think she did a good job of explaining No, I don't think so either. I also think you have to take into account that a pregnant woman is very hormonal yeah. and is very prone to be like, you know, I just, I re- especially... They said that they don't have a close relationship with this. Was that a cousin? No, she does. That she just she so said they it, are close, but they're more like friends than relatives. Yeah, so that implies that they have not as close. No, relationship. she says they are close. They're like really good friends. Oh, okay. I, I misinterpreted yeah. that. Yeah. So I, I think I, she meant she gave that information to imply that she felt she could talk. To yeah. Her about okay. This. You see, I think in this particular set of circumstances, you almost kind of have to accept that she's going to be upset about it yeah and accept that as the cost for doing the right thing and for doing her a service because she's i mean she's pregnant right now the baby's inside her and she's for she's like has her heart set on a particular name Mm. like that's incredibly like the emotional connection to that she must already feel the baby is named karen like karen is inside me karen is my daughter you have to accept that when you come to her and say, listen, Karen has all these negative connotations right now. You should probably consider that. You have to You have to basically be willing to be a little bit self-sacrificing and accept yes. that she's yeah. going to misdirect her frustration towards you. Hopefully, a few days later, when she's had time to cool off and think about it, she's going to then realize, like, this person didn't do anything wrong. They were just trying to help me. I probably do need to know this and will maybe apologize for like flying off the handle a bit. But yeah, I don't think, I don't necessarily think anyone is the asshole here in that it sounds like this person didn't go about it quite the right way. And I can understand why the pregnant woman was irrationally upset. But yeah. also just not irrationally, the way she explained it, like she came away from the thing thinking that the friend made yeah. like made fun of it. Well, she wasn't, like if you'd explained it differently, maybe she would have 
Instead of being yeah. upset with the friend, just been upset with the whole situation and that the name had kind of been tainted. I also think it's okay to do this. Like, there are a lot of names I don't like. Sure. And I like to think if I was friends with someone and they were te- telling me about their names, I would, like, I wouldn't automatically just be like, oh, I hate that name. But, like, I'd, I'd talk to them about their name. Like, I don't think you can tell them if you just hate the name. No, no, no. But, I mean, like, if you didn't like the name because, like, it was a Karen or, like, right. a Becky or something. Sure. Then I think you... It's it's would be like really like even with even with all the Karen stuff happening right now and then if they don't know you tell them I think that's okay. Is it wrong for me to say that I think Becky is kind of a hot name? No. I imagine like a cute that's redhead girl stereoty- with freckles. Oh. Really, as a Becky? Busty as the day is long. Cute redhead girl with freckles, but also busty and called Becky. Yeah. Never known such a person. <laughs> their name wouldn't be Becky. Well, their name would be, be like Megan or something. Megan's kind of a hot name as well. No, Megan is one of those like it makes me think of. S- it's like the Smeg. popular girl. What? The maid. No, stop that. The maid. Yeah, I know. We have a fucking oven. We have an oven. Yeah, that 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 is that make. Oh. Anyhow, um, yeah, Megan's kind of like the bitchy popular girl at school. I would say. Becky's kind of like, it can be like the cheerleader girl who's like also popular, but it can, if you're very lucky, if all the stars align to make your wet dreams come true, it can be like the hot nerdy girl who's like, you know, she's into like Magic the Gathering and Lord of the Rings. No, but don't don't you know the thing about Beyonce and Becky? Yes, I do. That's why I was saying. But also... I knew you were saying it because of horribly, that. Horribly, really horribly, it was an insult to call someone a Becky when I was little. Okay. I'm not really completely sure why, but I know it was horrible. Okay, fair enough. Um, so that name would be tainted. That must have been hyper-local then because that wasn't no, true in my school. No, you know that. No, yeah. Um, she gave an update. Let me just also say this. I think... You have to take into consideration. I don't mean, I'm not necessarily saying this should have stopped you from saying anything, but 10 years from now, Karen is not going to still be a term. It might. I don't think so. I think it's really taken hold. Like, like the Becky thing. Okay. That was a thing for a little while after the Beyonce thing, but it went away. You know why? Because Karen was introduced. And the Karen thing is much bigger. And. Because of everything going on in the world, it's taken on a completely new yeah, of course. extra meaning. Um, so I think I think it might stick around for a while. I don't think so. I, but just like how Becky was tainted for me from years ago, right. I think Karen will always... Well, but it's only tainted for honest, you. To be honest, also, what are you doing calling your kid Karen in I know, that's rough. Like, it's a bit of a, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I'm a name nerd and I'm kind of judgmental when it comes not judgmental yeah. when it comes to like that person has that name so they must be a certain type of person that's not what I mean when yeah. I say judgmental I mean there are just names I like and names I yeah, don't yeah well of like. course of course and I yeah I just imagine you going up to a pregnant woman being like what the fuck are you thinking naming your daughter Karen people, get the fuck out of here <laughs> people have known over the years who've had kids and then they name them and you really like hope for something really cool and then they just name them like 
Aaron or something, or Aiden. It's like, come on. Sure. Not terrible that? names. I don't like either of those names. Sure. Um, what about Bob? Imagine naming your don't kid Don't name Bob. your kid Bob. Jesus Christ. Ugh. Anyway, she gave an update and basically said... What is that update on? Well, this was last year. Right. Karen has really gotten huge in the last oh, okay, year. Yeah, sure. So Karen was already a thing, but now it's a huge thing. And she basically said um, she had the baby and um, called it Karen. Sure. I appreciate the says, headstrongness of this woman. And she says she now uses Facebook. Remember, she didn't use social right. media before. Um, she's been on it pretty regularly. <clears throat> Blah, 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 blah. She knows what Karen is now, and she says, "Is this what you were talking about before? Why didn't you say so? Oh my Why God. didn't you explain it better? You should have told me." Yeah. So she basically said, "Came away with like, well, you can't win. I did tell right. you, but you didn't listen." So yeah. the kid's name is Karen, and she's happy with the name. And this girl even says, when I think about baby Karen, I'm not thinking about... Baby Karen, yeah. Like, baby Karen is cute. But, but it may be in front of anything, yeah, it's kind of cute. But she's not going to be baby forever. No. And I just don't think... But I really don't think it's still going to be a thing 10 years from now. I really don't. No, but I think it's going to be tainted. So few things stick around for like a decade when you really think about it. Like yeah. slang terms, like... There's very few, very few. Some slang stays forever, though, like cool. I know, but it's not really comparable. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Sure. Okay, I think we should... Uh, do you have some something more to say about this kerfuffle? Oh, I thought you were saying we end the podcast. Yeah, I, I am. Oh, you are? Yeah. My eyes are starting oh, to, shit. like, fail, is oh, all okay. I can describe it as. There's more. I'd like to do a part two, honestly. Oh, we can do a part two. Um... Let me just see if there's any that I really wanted to do. I have to just... tell you, I, do, I need to be like, I <laughs> need to go really... and lie down in a, a dark room and rest my there's eyes. There's a really weird one, though. Save it for part oh, two. Okay. Tantalize right. the listener. All right. There's a really weird one. Are you, are you hooked? Oh, my God. Put a little bit of special sauce God. on it. I'll put your special sauce on it. I don't know. No, I don't want to donate in that don't way. Don't call it sauce. <laughs> Ew. It's like, you know. It's like calling it gravy. Oh, oh. I almost vomited. You know, when you'd go to the ice cream man and he'd put the strawberry sauce on it? Oh, I like that. You you had a look of horror I where you were like. <laughs> I wish they'd call it strawberry syrup or something, sure. though, but they don't. They call it strawberry sauce. Yeah, that's a British thing. We're in Britland. Like tomato sauce. I like tomato sauce. I can't tomato dig that. sauce or red sauce in America red is, sauce. is like Domeo. Red sauce it's is like what a pasta kid would say. Sauce, yeah. People say it though, we've got the red sauce. Oh my god. The brown sauce. There's no other term for brown sauce. That's true. Maybe if Americans was. don't have brown sauce. Nah. They should just call it HP or They have daddies. steaks. I don't daddies. know what steak sauce is. Okay. Yeah, I don't know either. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Wrapped. Wrap, 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 wrap. Let's double wrap it. It always falls down and I can never get it. Let's double bag it so we don't have a Karen on the way. Yeah, I don't, I don't want a baby Karen. I'm sure baby Karen like, is cute, though. How do you feel like people who make bets, like, with baby names, where it's like, if I lose, I'll name my kid this. Imagine, like, yeah. your kid's named because of a bet you lost. Your name's Aragorn. Yeah. 
because I lost a bet in my Lord of the Rings fan club. I always read a lot on this, like, I'm an asshole. There's always, like, my husband wants to name my kid, like, Richard Dick the Third or something okay. stupid. And, like, she's like, first of all, I don't like the sexist, like, carrying on of names. I want my child to be, like, unique. How is it sexist? <clears throat> this idea that, like, You've passed your name down to your son, but right. you don't pass your name down to your daughter. It's like there's no weird. reason saying you can't. Come on now, but it's not sexist. But either way, she's women... like, I also don't. We didn't talk about this before, right, and, okay. and now he's like really insisting. And there was a thread just like it the other day, okay. and I just no. Also, don't name your kid Richard in 2020. It is also hard when you see where it's like. My husband wants to name our son after a World of Warcraft character. <laughs> As a rough. That's different because they're like cool. Sure. What? I, what? I don't know. At least it's not like, you know, Bob. Sure. Why is it a two year old called Bob? At least it's not AX12 hyphen dash. Ash or something. Question mark. AX12 or whatever. 642. Dot, dot, dot. Smiley face emoji. Which side am I reading? Dot, dot, dot. Can't display symbol emoji. Yeah, yeah, I'm done now. Can't, <laughs> can't have numbers either. I don't like that. I don't like the idea that a local government can be like, you, you can't, can't have this in your baby's name. No, fuck you. It's my kid and I'll name mm. it whatever the fuck I want. In France or somewhere, you can only name your kid from a list of names. Yes, I did see something about yeah. that. That's outrageous. That is outrageous, yeah. Because even though I've just been saying don't name your kid this and that, you should be able to name yeah. them whatever you want. You can make a stupid decision, you but you should still be able a, to make the decision. You could make up a word. Yeah. Just like, you know, what's it done with his ex-ash stuff. Sure. And then he revised it. How do you revise your child's name? He had name? to revise it because of the What the fuck? I named you fucking... <laughs> I named you this, but they wouldn't I named you me. Fadius, but it wouldn't fit on the form, so you're now called Fad. Thad? <laughs> God, i really got to work on that. Thad. Thaddeus. Thaddeus. Thor. Samantha. No. What's might... my name? Samantha. No. What's my name? Samantha. No. What's my name? Samantha. I'm not going to stop. What's my name? Samantha. No food for you. Ever. Becky, 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 Becky. Now, what does he actually say? He says Becky. Betty, Betty, no, he's Betty. Oh, okay. Betty, 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 You're not good. I wasn't calling your kid Betty. That's cute. No, Betty's a bad name. It's better than Becky. No, it's not. It is. Becky with the big tits. <laughs> Becky no, with the big Betty tits. Betty is a big-titted girl name. Betty? Yeah. No. You're not smart. Betty's like a farmhand. With big tits. Oh, okay. That's kind of hot then. Yeah. Exactly. She's wearing like dungarees with one of the straps yes. off her shoulder. Yes. Get Should we just mutually masturbate right now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going <laughs> to... I won't even out you for what you just did. But the, okay. the listener can imagine. We're done. Okay. We hope you enjoyed this episode. <laughs> <laughs> you choked on the lie. The lie that is our podcast. Where is the lie? We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please share it with anyone else you think may like us. Please share it with anyone else you think may like us. Please share it with anyone else you think may like You're us. You're stuck in a loop. New episodes are released whenever. Um, you can find the podcast whenever. You might have thought wherever we're meant to be together. together. Episodes oh, come out when they come new. out. It might be two months. Yeah. <laughs> 
Anyway, um, her hips don't lie. They don't. It's actually true. She just have nice hips. That in a court case, the testimony of her hips is admissible. You tried. No. No, you tried. I did. I definitely tried. You think that we'd do more podcasts since it's lockdown? But this is just regs for us. It's just regs life, you know. Sure. Well, we've this been busy. Busy. Freaking! You can find the podcast on iTunes and pretty much all of the podcast services, which I'm sure you are using right now to listen. So sure. I don't know why we say that part. It's dumb. Um, or you can go to artatpodcast.com. That's A-R-T-A-T podcast.com, which redirects to our SoundCloud page. You can send any feedback or comments to artatpodcast at gmail.com. It's a r t a t podcast at gmail.com. What's this Irish twang you put on the I was R? trying to like emphasize whenever I do those, like, you know, when you do like a call and it's an automated system and they're like, say this, oh, they never understand that. what I'm saying. So I was trying to enunciate. I, I do it in this cadence. I'm like, one, nine, <laughs> zero, seven, K, <laughs> H, four. Two, three. <laughs> did you mean seven, four, ten, nine, eight? No, no, I did not. Siri always understands you, though. She never understands me. Um, That's because she's a misogynist. I'm a misogynist. I'm a Please rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes if you would like to. It really helps podcasts like ours, and we would like it, and we would like it, and we would really, really like it. And we're also RTAP Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. 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 And you can also find me if you want to find me in places at Sam Rosie. That's S A M R O S E Y. I'm mostly on Instagram, but I also have a website, samrosie.com, and it's got blogs and other things. I'm writing and nice things and all kinds of things and nice things on there. Where can they find you? They can find me at ryanfinchwrites.com. You can find all types of stuff, mostly blog posts. In fact, exclusively blog posts. I just wrote a nearly 20,000 word blog post talking about COVID-19 split into two parts for your reading pleasure. It is delectable prose, I assure you. Um, go check it out. Go check out my overwritings, etc., etc. So on, so forth. Alas, alack. You're just staring at me. It's pulling me into pressure. I'm, I'm babbling like a fool. It's because you're cute. Okay, let's go. We might. Have we gone? Mm-hmm. Evidently not. Don't lie to the listeners. Okay, we've gone. And now we're back. No, you're such a lie. No, but this is the out. This is the on the other side of the outro music. What's the music? You don't remember our outro music? You're the worst. I haven't listened in a while. I would venture to say that you're worse than 
some forms of osteoporosis. How dare you? Some it, forms. It goes like this. See, I can dance perfectly to it. I, you just silently danced to some yeah, kind of tune in your head. I was dancing to the RTAP podcast theme music. You don't even listen to the Why podcast. would I listen back? I just made it. Why For would some say? kind of like ego stroking. I know what you listen to it. <laughs> I have to listen to parts of it for editing. But then you also listen to it. That's not true. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Sometimes I'll just like randomly see you listening to it. I don't I'm appreciate like, what are you this. Doing? Why are you out to me? Because <laughs> it's funny. I don't like this. <laughs> and I resent it. And I throw things at you. Mm. Not light things either. House bricks. Horrendous. I call the police. They won't come because they've been them. defunded. <laughs> <laughs> I won't call the police really. I'll call your mum. <laughs> She's the me police. I'll tell your mum on you. She's a police force that is exclusively arranged to police two people, me and my sister. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'll call her to police you. And I'll say abolish the mum police. No, I'll say he's throwing bricks at me. Come and get him. Hashtag defund mums. <laughs> because they're called their babies Karens. <laughs> <laughs>